Welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, episode 51. Now here's your episode overture. Tonight, we talk about Star Trek Discovery and Marvel's Inhumans. Spoiler alert, one of them is awful. Plus, we play a Bible game, make a surprise phone call to a random member of the Nerd of God squad, and try very hard to work listener-submitted quotes into our conversations. We also discuss the tragic deaths of those in the Las Vegas shooting and the many lives around the world impacted by violence and destruction. Not going to lie, it gets pretty real. So feel free to join the conversation on our social media or pull up a seat at the table by watching this episode in full HD on our YouTube page. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe. It goes a long way to help us do what we do. And now, your Nerd of Godcast. Guys and gals, geeks and gamers, you're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture scale the cliffs of insanity and rescue one another from inconceivable mediocrity. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be hanging out, helping one another out, and having a great time talking about all the things that we enjoy and lift our spirits with faith and fandom and all that good stuff. But I'm not here to do it alone, because with me, as always, is the incomparable Steve-O Supremo. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Steven. Hi. Hi, Steven. Hi, Tony. What's up? Not much. And joining okay. us across the table is the <laughs> one and the only, the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. Hi, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. I met your mom this week. I met your mom too. Me too. Oh, hi. That was a little. That was a little excited. Oh, Me too. Why were you so excited <laughs> to meet his mom? We just all met Neff's mom. I never met her. I feel like Except Jack, for Jackie. Jackie, Jackie was the only one who did. I feel like you were really excited for us to meet your mom. Well, yeah, I mean, I've known you for five years, and you've never met my mom. I what? did get I did get one angry email from your mom one time. Oh, what happened? Stayed too late at your house for he after was, Bible study. It was after Bible study, and Neff didn't leave my house till like two o'clock in the morning. And he was still in high school. And his mom emailed me and said a lot of things that I'm not going to go into now, but oh. uh, all about all about Quentin. So it's even more exciting whenever you guys meet in person. So meeting her face to face. I still only had our only interaction was that email, so that was like my last anchor point. It was Did you like think my, she was going to be like holding my a last save state. Oh yeah, she was going to come back in and she was going to be like, and furthermore, and then just go off and be like, oh, so you're the one, <laughs> you're the one. There, there, there was one moment when Neff was introducing his mom to everybody, and then his mom left for a little bit. There was one girl at our table at the wedding reception that we were at, where we met his mom, that he had not introduced her to, and he's like, I want you to meet my mom, and then walked away. And I was like, he's introducing it to everybody. It's that like special you just oh, need to no, meet his yeah. mom. Well, she's she the the girl we're talking about. She went. She's a, a teacher. My mom has been a teacher for twenty seven years. She's, she's not a teacher though. She like told your mom, "I'm not a teacher. I don't know why he told you I'm a teacher." Was that was that interaction as interesting as this story about that interaction? Because I actually just went to sleep during our podcast. I I took a little nap nap. It just happened. Anyway, there are no little nap naps. Your your mom, your mom is lovely. We can stop talking about it now. Genie, uh, here comes trouble. Let's make it double. It is Jackie and Jess, the Nerd of God twins. There they are. The, uh, the reach is weird for me. I want to put in now we're we're video now and I want to put in like a little lightning effect like when you reach out <laughs> please, please do like it like the emperor please do it <laughs> that'd be cool Jackie do and it. Jess what's up 
Namaste. College. <laughs> college. College. College is up. You have a mock audition tomorrow. Yes. What yes. is a mock audition? Uh, for one of my classes, we're doing a fake audition to practice our audition etiquette and what it is we should expect from an audition. And so just practicing. what are you graded on? Uh, that's an excellent question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well showing up. That's gonna be show up will be good. Um, no facial tattoos. No, I would think no, if I'm. I think I'm doing pretty good on oh, that. Mike Tyson is screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just showing up and doing it is is important because for that class it's a lot of participation. So even if you suck, the whole point of that class is to get better as a performer. So mm. even if I screw up the audition, I showed up. You did it. <laughs> I did you were it. There participation <laughs> award. So yeah. Speaking of participation, my favorite participant. The one and only EJ Nieves, official Ness. What's up, man? It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Were you here earlier at walk across the parking lot into the learning center at any point this afternoon? No. Okay. That explains why you ignored me. <laughs> so I walked. <laughs> EJ! I did. I, I walked out of this building. And I saw a dude that I swear I would have put my paycheck on that it was you. I get that a lot. N bro. I get that a lot. This guy. I mean, the, the I shorts, the beard. the beard, the glasses, the hat. I mean, it yeah. was. He was it a Bass Pro Shops hat? No, well, it was an orange hat. And you're wearing an <laughs> wow. orange hat, which is un unlike you. Yeah. So I, having saw, uh, seen that now, I, I went, well, that maybe that was you. He yeah. beat the guy but up I was like, clothes. I was like, EJ! EJ! <laughs> No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I'll catch you later. That's why I never do stuff like that because I always fear the whole like, oh, they ignored me. Okay. Yeah. No, dude. I, I, I would have promised anybody this was this guy. I just forgot that that even happened until Can right I now. make an announcement real quick? Uh, I've been uh -oh. waiting. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Right. Uh -oh. For the, to make a special announcement. Uh, please. Ladies and gentlemen, uh -oh. your boy. Your boy. Is now a movie pass yeah! participant. Yeah! I got it in the mail today, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. Sadler, get a close-up on this. Zoom okay, in so we get his, that Let's whole number. number. Don't get a close-up on it. Um, there it is. Oh, What's your security yeah. code? Cover the, your, yeah, the, cover your I'm numbers. covering the code all in its glory. Your now, boy, I will take movie pad. Now, let's let's bring it back over here for just a second. <laughs> movie pad. We're going to take – bring it right in here on me, Nick. I, I need I – need, I need a, uh, I like a nerd of God cast aside uh -oh. right now. Uh -oh. so just bring it in right here. Okay. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Before the show, I was coaching the Nerd of God twins, Jackie and Jess, on podcast etiquette about <laughs> shouting and screaming unnecessarily during shows because later on, when I have to edit these things, it liquefies I'm my brain. I'm sorry. The volume is so loud that it will often cause a little bit of pee to emerge as I'm listening back, and it, it's kind of difficult to edit some of the levels down. And Stephen... Stephen was, my, was right there with me saying, yes, it's so loud. It's so loud. It's so difficult. And yet when Movie Pass was presented tonight, Stephen, like a flaming hypocrite, <laughs> Hold on a screeched and squealed. Yes, he did lean back. That and was yes, Neff. He did turn his head. Flaming. And yet still the screams. That was Neff. I the screamed screams. away like this. Ah! The screams. That's what I did. And... We're back. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just it hurt so much. I just need. So you have. What is a movie pass, man? I for nine ninety nine a month. Because apparently, whatever it is, it, it's it worth got them going. For, Shameless plug right now for movie pass for nine ninety nine a month. Hashtag not your ad. boy is gonna be able to watch a movie in the movie theater every mm -hmm. single day of my life. 
for nine ninety nine a month. Oh, that's right. Well, for at least a little bit until well, they up the price. Yeah, it'll up the price later. <laughs> but I mean, nine ninety nine a month is not. Yeah, it's bad. like I'll it's say like movie like theater. It's about thirty cents. It's about thirty cents a movie. I'll, yeah, I'll say that. If you see that many you movies. Movie, I've seen yeah. 10 movies since I got my movie pass. That's over $120 worth of movies, there and I've spent $10. There it is. I've nice. seen 12 in three weeks. You know, there's, there there's something, and I don't want to be this guy, but when you're older and you have family and children and things like that, those kind of things become a little less practical. Mm. Because you got to get babysitters, or yep. you got to like arrange schedules and stuff. But as a young single man, go for it, please. Enjoy, you know, do all do all your things, see all your movies. Now, what was funny is EJ ordered his first yes. before me or Neff, yes. and just got his today. That's not funny. I got mine but a month ago. Later on, we'll say something that is funny, and you can compare the two and see. Interesting. Yeah. So this is this is my question, and and I uh, maybe a little bit of a challenge for you guys to think about when you don't have to pay. I'm, I'm air quoting pay for a movie mm-hmm. when it's kind of already been paid for. Does that give you the freedom to be less discriminant with the movies that you go see? Like, have you found yourself of the 12 or 20 movies that you've seen thus far, do you find yourself seeing movies that A, you wouldn't ordinarily see, or B, you probably shouldn't go see, but whatever, it's free, so it doesn't really count? Pro- less less shouldn't, more wouldn't. Like, I'll see, like, a movie that I hear is bad, but it's like, I just, I can waste my time. Bad here. meaning inappropriate or bad meaning bad low quality? Not, not poor quality. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go see, I can go see a movie that... May not be like the highest quality movie, but I'm just like burning just to get the regal points. So, do you guys feel like if if we went down the list of movies that you guys have seen thus far with your movie pass, um, do you feel like every one of those movies are movies that we can give the Nerd of God cast seal of approval to? Like that everybody out there can go and and see those movies, or do you find yourself maybe straying a little bit from the path of your convictions to see those movies? Sorry to get so heavy handed right off the gate here. There are there are two or three that, but I would have seen them. Without the movie pass at the same time, so it's but so still. so your liberty is not an excuse for your I- no. indiscretion. No. Oh, do we need to have some prayer right now? Maybe Let's back this thing up a little bit. Well, I'm glad that you guys got get to go see movies. Just as with any other thing, make good choices. Yeah. See good things that that edify and whatnot. All right. Okay. <laughs> that was so weird because you looked at me and then like Steven and the Jessica in like a one mode. Like, oh, it's, it's fucking at me. I'm like, it's like this. It's when you, when you go to the buffet. Let's just say we're sitting around the table at the, I don't know, Golden Corral. I don't know if Golden Corral mm. is a regional thing or if people all across the country know what Golden Corral is, but mm, Golden so Corral good. is a buffet. They serve up a variety of different foods. But when you go to the buffet and you paid your entrance fee ahead of time, so you can pretty much eat anything you want, you might go in there and get some stuff that, it, you don't know if you're gonna. You're just gonna try it. I don't know if I'm gonna like this or not. I'm gonna load it up, and if I like it, I'm. And it, because you don't have to discriminate at that point. You're not just ordering one thing. You can go ahead and throw some more of that weird looking stew on there, or that broccoli cabbage that smells like hate or tastes like hate. Whatever you want to have on there. Uh, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to be choosy at all because you can just get whatever you want, and you don't even have to think about it. You don't have to weigh it out because you're not. You're not paying for it. So you know, the question is: Is it the, the fact that we're paying for it what determines our discrimination on something, or is it the fact that we have moral convictions or even just quality conviction? Because if we go see something A that's just it's bad because it's it's morally bad or it's it's down the wrong path of something that we should be putting in our in our minds. Uh, or in our hearts, then we have to make better choices than that. If it's something that's just low quality, not good, then we have to decide if two hours of our lives is better invested wasting it on something that we know isn't bad because we didn't pay for it, or if we could go do something that's a little bit more impactful on it. So just 
Me riding on top of my high horse. I call him Pedro. <laughs> He's got a, a lovely saddle. All right, so moving right along, we're going to open up with a uh, quick question tonight. This is hashtag if we were. We've done this oh. once before. It's kind of like a one-question interview. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a quick challenge uh, to come up with the idea of who we would be if we were blank. Like so all of us are individual? Oh, yeah, no, no, there's well, all of us and individual, okay. however we want to do it, okay? okay. So, uh, Jackie, uh, because you talked, I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick a number between one and five at your leisure. Oh, uh, four. The number is four. Okay. <laughs> That's the most least four. excited. Four. four. Well, I'm used to like one in ten and I always go for eight. Okay. Four. Good to know. Well, four is the eight of one through five. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> eight out of ten. Four out of five. <laughs> It'd be uh, 16 out of 20. I don't know how that works. Math is hard. Math is hard. (laughs) Sure. Uh, All right. So one, two, three, four. If we were Justice League characters, if we were DC Comics Justice League characters, what characters would we be? You can take a quick moment and think about who you would be. Take a quick moment, look around and think about who everybody else would be. And we're coming back in five, four. Crap, this is hard. Three, two. Not for you, buddy. It's easy for you. Why? (laughs) Why is that easy? I don't like that the way you just said that. All right, Quentin Neff. Yeah, we're gonna start out with you. So we're all gonna vote on who he is. So, so everybody. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and see if, if we think we can figure out who Neff is gonna be. This might be an easy one, but yeah. if Neff was a Justice League member, who would he be? EJ, what do you think? Please don't say the human ball or ball boy. Is <laughs> I thought that he was, he was a Justice Society member, wasn't he? Oh, something like that. Yeah. I don't want to go with the obvious because I'm trying to think of you actually personality. Go I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go with the obvious to say please. Green Lantern. Please. Um, I mean, I'll give you that, but I think it's just solely because you love him so much. So I'll, I'll say Green Lantern. Which nice. Green Lantern? Oh, here we go. I, <laughs> Guy Gardner. That's what I was going to say. Okay. I would have said Guy Gardner. We, we Lee have Lantern. five to choose from. <laughs> As you can see in my phone case. There you go. Jessica, who's Neff? I was going to say Green Lantern. Green Lantern. And you are correct. Yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah. Right. Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. See, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said The Flash. I would not. I would have said The Flash. Well, maybe not because of your... Bizarro Flash. <laughs> maybe not because of how lithe and, and quick you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But because of your how amicable my you fast are. fast metabolism. You have to think, what's The Flash's role within the Justice League? Like, what is what is his interact, like his personality, the way he interacts with other people? He go quick. I mean, he, he goes quick, <laughs> he, yes. He, he, do the, he but does it fast. I, I love Jack- Wait, hold on. I love Jackie's... Real quick, it's he go quick. He go quick. <laughs> he does the. Fast. Well, she's saving by time by not putting the extra letters in there. Migo, Migo, Sea World. <laughs> yes, but by explaining that she or see the, the world. world. <laughs> you know, ocean fish jump. <laughs> are you going to see the ocean? Or are you going in the ocean? What? Do you, but speak. But isn't I mean is and maybe I'm wrong. But isn't Flash like sort of? He's the one that brings a lot of levity. He's the one that kind of keeps things positive. He's just a, a, a an encouraging yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, until he dies. Well, they all die. They all die. Everybody, nobody stays alive, Everyone and nobody dies. stays dead in comic books. Green Lantern oh, died. I'm gonna give him Green Lantern just because clearly that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I, <laughs> but I don't want. Gr- I don't want Guy Gardner Green Lantern. He's the worst. That's the only. You either get Flash or you get Guy Gardner Green Lantern. Those are your choices. I'll, no, I would give you Kyle Rayner. If you were Green oh, Lantern, you'd be Kyle Rayner. I like Kyle Rayner. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be your guy. I'd like to be Hal Jordan, but Kyle, I'll, no, I'll definitely you're take Kyle Rayner. Yeah, you gotta take that. 
All right, uh, let's move it over to Jessica. If Jessica was one of the Justice League, who would Jessica be? That's easy. Wonder Woman. Why Wonder Woman? Because she's wonderful. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> and she has brown hair. <laughs> she's wearing a Wonder Woman shirt. Oh, oh she true. is wearing a Wonder uh, Woman yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah. I didn't notice until after that I said worked it, out. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Wonder Woman? What do you think, Nijay? Uh, I'd, I'd give her Black Canary. Oh. I was going to give that to Jackie. Oh. Really? Why? Ultrasonic scream. Winner! Winner! All right, so we don't need to do Jackie now. We're done with Jackie. <laughs> that that makes me really happy, actually. Perfect. I had a different one for Jackie, but now I. What, 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 what was, was yours for Jackie? Jackie? Hot girl. Hawk. 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 Again, what did you just say? <laughs> hold her, hold her back. Hold her back. Hawk. Yeah. Well, everybody okay. chill out. Everybody like, go, ah. Hawk. Yeah. Wait, wait. That was your hawk noise? Yeah. Ah. Ah. Have you ever seen a hawk? <laughs> You're the worst Tarzan ever. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's really good. All right. So we got a Wonder Woman, and we'll go ahead and give you Black Canary. Right. Um, Steven. I don't who know. do you guys say Steven is? Pre, uh, pre-crisis uh, Aquaman. Why pre-crisis Aquaman? That's the stupid one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Shots fired, yeah. man. Why? I told Steven before we started, I'm coming after him tonight. What? But Why? For what reason? Because he told me what to do. What? Did I, what? I said, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, let's go like let's go start this podcast. He was sitting on the chairs that you cannot see. I was walking up to the stage. Everybody else was here and I said, "All right, bro, let's go." That's the that's the entire Now, to be fair, we started an hour late tonight because we were patiently waiting for you. So, yeah. I think a well-placed let's go is not out of line. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jessica, who do you see Steven as? It was a toss-up between Aquaman or Batman. Yeah. All right, so you, I, there was an enthusiastic yep over there. What do you think, EJ? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because there's a lot of characteristics of Steven that I would put Batman. Because Batman's just this dude that he just he just doesn't care. He's going to tell you. He's, he, he could be very argumentative. He I, don't, could be I, don't very like, I don't like these reasons. Stubborn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Batman's just this person that is just like, you say something to him, and it's like, no, bruh. Like, it's my way or the highway. Can't so, be around a lot of people. People don't like I just Don't zoom in on me, I just finished watching The Killing Joke, and then, you know, there was that, that, that scene when him and Batgirl, and there, she was just talking to him, and then he was like, nah, like, it's which, my way wait, or the highway. Which, which scene? Oh, hold on a second. Let's they took a lot of liberties with Batgirl and his relationship in that, in that movie. Let's yeah, from the comic book. But. But yeah, so I say Batman. My bad, Jessica. Jackie, what do you think? I don't know. I was having a hard time placing because. Plastic Man. Elon- elastic Man. <laughs> no, no. Plas- There's no Elastic Man. It's yeah. Elongated Man or Plastic Man. Or Plastic Man. man. Yeah, but well. you would be Plastic Man out of those two. Thank you. Why? I'm Neff is angry at me for some reason. I'm and I don't angry. know why. Why? Today's not the night, Steven. What did I didn't do anything? <laughs> I'm done with you already. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I'm very excited to see how this plays out tonight. Yeah, I'm very excited. Okay. I'm not having it tonight, Steven. I'm not having it. Neff, do, Neff. That's what's I didn't going do on. anything. <laughs> do we need to take like a pause break and have a hug and hug it out? No, this is great. Hug Let's it keep out this right rolling. Now. Neff, can I hug you? No. <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, oh no. Oh, he's going I'm going to die. Wait, your headphones. Your headphones. <laughs> 
You're gonna, gonna choke Jessica. It's happening. Oh my goodness, he RKO'd him <laughs> out of nowhere. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Steven, your pants are falling down. Steven, fix your britches. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't say he wouldn't sell. He would just, just face rubbing against mine. It was weird. He didn't sell the move. See, now, I would have said Aquaman because we have a long-time joke with Steven that he's Aquaman. Which is why I was choosing Aquaman. And, and I get it. But well, Aquaman deserves more respect. But Aqu- well, he's about okay. to get it. But that's yeah, the thing. Is. Aquaman is not a, a pushover hero. He's just not conventional enough to get respect. And I think that's pretty sta- – that's you, Steven. I mean, you do the things. You hang there. You're on the team. But a lot of people don't see – you know, they don't see you in your element where you – you know, where you have – Righteous reign over the seas and all of the content thereof. Yeah, and the it, sharks and the whales. Yeah, and in the 90s, you really <laughs> liked the hook. It's the hook that brings you back. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't telling you. <laughs> I don't see you as Batman, though. No. I didn't see me no. as Batman. Apparently, Tony's Batman. Why? I was going to say Superman. No, I don't okay. okay. see Superman. See, now I would have given you Robin. And I know that's a little stretch for Justice League. I'll even give you Nightwing. But, but I give you I give you that, but you don't have that. You're you're not stern and like serious enough for for to be Batman. That's true. Like Batman has just like he's so focused on his thing that he doesn't care about, you know. And I don't see that as you because you have a that tender side too. But I don't think any of us Steven, on, on our team Steven, was Batman Steve, then because I don't see anybody on our squad like that. But that's just me. To me, Batman's the leader, so you're the leader. You. Batman. I would put Superman. Superman's the leader. I don't like Superman. I would. Nobody likes Batman. Superman is the strategist. He's he's the. Are we doing me now? Yes, apparently we're trying to (laughs) decide between Superman and Batman. Yeah, I say Stevens. Uh, Stevens, Aquaman, or or Nightwing. Aquaman. Can I be? Can I be Dick Grayson, Batman? Sure. There we go. That's Nightwing. Wait. No. no, Dick Grayson, Batman. Pre-final cri- or post-final crisis. Will you stop with the crises? <laughs> no I'm more crises. crisis. Steven, I'm done with you, man. You're not even 25 I have any. All right, so Sadler. Cyborg. Cyborg, 100%. No, 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 no. No, no. no I would have said Red Tornado. Why? Because Red Tornado is a cyborg. But so is Cyborg. Cyborg's <laughs> person, though. I don't know. I don't care. He's a Cyborg. I'm done with you, Sadler. Cyborg? I just like Red Tornado, and nobody ever talks this about Red Tornado. This whole thing is falling apart tonight. I don't even fully understand why. I'm just here, man. Nick, who would you be if you were a, a Justice League character? I have no idea. Brother I. That's not even, I don't think we up, even Nick. introduced Nick tonight. This is the first time we were talking oh. about him. Oh. Hey, Nick. Oh, Hi, Nick. No. What's up, Hi. buddy? Hey, howdy, hey. I don't know enough DC <laughs> characters to... What DC characters do you know? What would you? Who would you want to be? I don't know. All right, that's the secret. <laughs> Nick is Batman. That's <laughs> I can okay. go for Nick for being Batman. Nick's Nick's um Oracle. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the male oh, Oracle. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? It's a little gender bending. I mean, but, yeah. but Cyborg is kind of like the Oracle of the Justice League. Is he? Yeah. 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 I would also take the Flash. Yeah. Wait, no, no, See, I would no, no, no. The Flash too. Nick is Blue Beetle. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That's, That's it. good. That's it. That's it right there. Um, I would want to be Batman because Batman's awesome. I think I don't know. I feel like everybody would want to be Batman. But dang it, I, I, would, don't. I don't feel like I'm interesting enough to be Batman. Like, I feel every time that I want to be cool like Batman, I always, like, default back to being Superman. Well, the first like, problem is both your parents are still alive. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be like, lawful chaotic. That's I, a problem. I want to be chaotic good, but I'm always, like, lawful good. You know, I'm, I'm always, like, swinging it all the way back to, you know, follow the rules, Boy Scout, Law and Order so every time. Superman. I've seen you play video 
video games. You are lawful. I man. always <laughs> do good things. Like I can't, I can't help it. My wife makes such fun of me because she, she is chaotic evil. She only plays bad. <laughs> she, if she can blow somebody up, she will. And I'm like, no, don't do that in front of uh, what's the little girl's name from the the Walking Dead. The video game Cheyenne. Clementine. Clementine's like, don't do that in front of Clementine. She has to, and then my wife will be like, I'd have just killed him. I'm like, Tony, you're the worst. Tony plays GTA. He stops at the stoplights. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out, walks an old lady NPC. I, across the <laughs> I stay at zero stars. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I try. I, I'm. I'm. I, I wish I could be. So, who would let us know who you would be if Wait, you we were? Didn't do EJ. Yeah, we didn't do EJ. Oh, we didn't do EJ. I thought we did EJ. No. Oh, okay. No. Who's EJ? Oh, that's a tough one. Martian Manhunter, I, I guess, would be... Why Martian Manhunter? Because he's very... Because he's vaguely wise. ethnic? <laughs> I, I was like, Wait. please don't get me cyborg because of <laughs> no. that. No, Nick, Nick's already cyborg. Okay. So. I thought Nick was Blue Beetle. Yeah, oh. Nick is Blue Beetle. Oh. Firestorm. You. Ooh. Why? Because he's slightly because he's ethnic. ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in my day, Firestorm was. I don't think he was like. Oh, the yeah. white. The I white was. I, I, yeah, there was white. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know if this character was part of the Justice League, because I've only seen him from Flash. But Cisco, Ramon, the uh, the vibe. No. No. But, I don't even think he's. Is he in the comics? I, I, don't, I, know. I don't even. I think I've he's just, just seen for the, the show. show and I enjoyed. Yeah, I, enjoyed I think he's just lot. in the show. I feel like EJ would be good. I'm trying to think of. I'm going, I'm going through all the Justice League characters in my head. I don't know Justice Shazam. League, so. Captain Marvel. Mm, I can see Like, that. who's a character that is just, like, ultra-passionate and just goes for it even though they might mess up, but they just go Captain hard. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Because he's a child. He is. He's very, he's, you know, he's one of the, he's one of the strongest. He's like Superman level strength, but he's got, like, a real childlike innocence to him, you know? He's just, he's, he's all go. Solomon's Wisdom. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sh- Zeus, uh, Achilles, Mercury. Yeah, he's the speed of Achilles. Or Atlas. <sighs> let us know if you know what Shazam stands for. <laughs> and let us know who you would be. Hashtag if you were. Uh, if we were somebody from the Justice League, let us know who you would be. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us on social media. We hang out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. And you can also find our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So tonight we want to do something a little bit different that we've never done before. And I have uh, right here a little bucket of, of shreds of paper. And I'm just going to pass this down. Go ahead and take one out. Don't look at it Uh-oh. just yet. Take a, a small... Uh, Fortune cookie esque piece of paper out. Don't look at it yet, Neff. Neff. Cheater. <laughs> I feel like mine has two in there. I'm not done yet. You're a looking. I'll <laughs> take you to grab a piece of I'm paper. Sure there's supposed one. to be two Choosing in each the right one. one. No, there's just one. Oh, it's just oh, it's folded. Steven making sure that we get our foley work in. There. <laughs> Steven, you're supposed to take one. I, t- I, th- I put the one I grabbed back. Cheater. Yeah, I got take one. Take him in the back. Turn the right down. Neff <laughs> trying to plot EJ, my murder. EJ, you go ahead and just take two out. Go ahead and take one more out, please. Uh, one more. One more, please. You said and then try. pass it back. Okay. Oh, no. Jackie, you take one out. Oh, take one. So, it, so what everyone's going to do is as you're taking these things out, we asked our Twitter followers to give us random quotes. And uh, this is sort of like one of those games on whose line is it anyway. <laughs> you guys have got these quotes, and, and I want you to just kind of read them. Uh, we can read them now? Uh, in just a moment. You can read them and then treasure them. And at some point tonight, if you can fit that quote into our conversation, hmm. 
then you will get a point. Now, each of you guys are going to be playing for one of our Twitter followers. Uh, oh. And if you uh, if you can get yours off without us letting uh, let, knowing that your quote is obviously a quote, then you your Twitter follower is going to win a uh, prize from the Nerd God stash. So, so like, nice. is there a word that nice. we all can say when we're trying to like call out? That's a quote. Yeah, I think that you can just you can say, just say that's a quote. Yeah. Oh well, that's not fun. Yeah, you can just. But the thing is, that's a that's problematic. Is most of them are so ridiculously random. It's going to be really hard nice. to fit so these things in there. So yeah, go ahead and look. Go ahead and look. We have uh, we have all drawn something out. And uh, you can keep. Uh, why it can only work in one specific conversation? <laughs> well, this one's really long. Um, <laughs> they're all a little long. Uh, I will tell you, some of the things that were tweeted into us were exceptionally, exceptionally random. So um, I don't know. It, uh, so that's you know that is what it is. Well then. Uh, so those are our things. We're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to work these little catchphrases in as. Um, as naturally as we can. I know exactly who I'm playing for because I saw some of these tweets. Oh, okay, all right. Well, the, the, now the person who submitted the quote is not the person you're playing for. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So that's a, that's a good thing. I have right, no I idea what I'm supposed well, to do. These are things I would never say, so <laughs> I'm sorry whoever I'm playing for. I would say both of these things, but I don't know how I'm going to make it work. Unless... Yeah, because you say ridiculous things. I don't... So awful. Yeah, you say some ridiculous things sometimes. You are. Are you guys having a moment? What, what's <laughs> happening over there? It was definitely a. They were like looking into each other's a, eyes. Yeah, I was staring them down. <laughs> yeah. Who do you no. think you are? I am. She was trying to decide if she wanted to vomit on you or claw your esophagus out. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> do it. Now we're gonna play a game. Uh, Bible time. Person, place, or thing. It's uh, kind of like a little journey to downtown, but Bible version of downtown. So uh, I've got these clues there from the Action Bible, the Action Bible Guess It Game, brought to you by our good friends over at David Cook Publications, uh, available at your local Christian bookstore. This game is harder than you think it might be. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity. It's going to be table versus table. So there's a little bit of a handicap because one table has EJ and Jackie, and the other one has uh, Neff, Jessica, and Steven. So there's a little bit of a handicap. So we're going to go ahead and give EJ and Jackie uh, Nick also. So Nick, you, you are playing Sadler. for this table. So you with us, Nick? I'll do my best. So yeah, right. turn turn on your light. Turn the camera towards you. No, you no. don't have to. We'll just the disembodied voice is Nick. So uh, because uh, because this team is a little bit off kilter, we're gonna go ahead and give EJ and uh, Jackie and Nick first shot to pick person, place, or thing. She won't. Person. Let's All right, person. we got person. Now the the clue that I'm gonna give you, I've got tw uh, twenty clues. Now you have to decide how many clues you want to get your answer. How many clues you want to get your answer. And uh, then we're going to give the other team an opportunity to underbid you. Um, I only want two clues or, or what have you. So you start with 20 and uh, now now bid wow. how many clues you want. Actually, let's go ahead and just get to the top 10 just so we can save it. So you got 10. How many of those 10 clues do you want? I'll... No, EJ, make a decision. I can't and, and make decisions. And just keep in mind, these are not all easy. They're 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 tricky. Um, let's let's go four. Four, okay. Do you guys think you can do less than four? Yes. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say let's go six. Yes, we don't get Steven. Four. But you can't go more. All right, let's go three then. Apparently, because Neff already answered. Okay, let's do it, Fish Boy. Well, Fantastic. So that if they don't get it in three, then you guys get the point. And here it goes like this: um, I dug through a wall with my hands. 
I dug through a wall with my hands. Good. We got two more chances, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. No guess. Wait. So both tables had the opportunity to guess right now. Nope. They're they're gonna they have the opportunity to guess, and then you guys get the fourth one, and then uh, if not, okay, then whatever. Um, we're making this up as we go. Uh, all right. Second guess. I quoted like mother, like daughter. Like mother, like daughter. This is a person in the Bible. Third clue, I ate a scroll. I ate a scroll. Take a guess. That's our last clue. We're going to go with uh, Boaz. Boaz is incorrect. Sounds like someone from the Old Testament. Incorrect. So we're going to give you guys the fourth clue. I ate a scroll. I know that one, too. And if you guys get it correct, then you know. Uh, You get the point. I lay... I lay on my left side for 390 days. Oh, dang it. Nick, Nick. I lay on my left side for 390 days. So we just have to guess, right? If if you know what the answer is, yeah. Daniel. No, it's not Daniel. All right, so we're going to give you guys the next clue, and we'll go back and forth and give you the opportunity to guess as the clues go. Does that make sense? That's Mm kind of fair, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I drew a picture of Jerusalem. Jessica. I guess I don't know, Elijah. No, no. sorry. Oh, I, I saw hmm. wheels made of topaz. Is it John? No, sorry. I'm a major prophet. Is it Isaiah? No. I was gonna. I, was gonna. I had a vision of a new temple. Ezekiel. It is Ezekiel. Yay! Circle gets the square. That's All right. Now yes. we're going over to you guys. Do you have a name for your team? I just named them Table One and Table Two. Oh fuck! <laughs> I mean, what I do was you giving you the opportunity to say What's we're the Revengers. <laughs> we, we, not all teams need a name. Person, place, or thing. Revengers. Defenestrators. Okay. That's not an option. Is defenestrator. Does that mean you're making a window in something? Yeah. <laughs> is that really it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like you're defending something. Let's go with a place. We're going with place. All right. So how many clues? How many of ten do you want? Five. Five of ten. Do you guys want to underbid that? So, real quick, with the underbidding, do we get, like, more points? No, it's just that you get the first You get first crack at it if you oh. if you win. So you get the first however many okay. guesses. Yeah, let's do four. Four. It's YOLO. Okay. <laughs> he tries to, like, go off mic, and we can totally do hear Do you guys want to go la- less than four? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So this is a place... I'm about five miles south of Jerusalem. Okay. Next. I'm in Judea. Boaz and Ruth married here. <laughs> and your fourth clue. All young boys here were killed. Bethlehem. Bethlehem, right? Bethlehem is correct. Yay! Oh, Sadler and Jackie. You give them the like second easiest city. Yeah. Uh, Nick didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. You're on our I team, Sadler. So the cup runneth over. All right. Uh, so I guess we're going back over here to uh, to Team Sadler. I would have said Egypt. Person, place, or thing. That's you guys. Oh, it's us? Uh-huh. Sadler, pick. Thing. Thing it is. Yeah. Okay. The Dead Sea Scroll. All right. You got 10 clues. How many 10 do you need? Sadler. 
five. Yeah. Five it is. We're going four. Okay. You guys want to answer yeah. that? Yeah. Why not? No, let's not do this. <laughs> All right. So four yes. it is. All right. Going to the Revengers now. <clears throat> According to Hosea, some consult me. According to Isaiah, some people trust me. According to Isaiah, I cannot save. According to Exodus, don't make me. <laughs> oh, want me to guess? Uh, yeah. Idols. Circle gets the square. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Is that last one that That was good. That was really good. Well played. Alright, so we're gonna go back over to you guys. Person, place, or thing. Person. Uh it's their team. Uh, oh, Steve. Oh. I was like, I sorry, was sorry, it's okay. Person. Person <laughs> person it is. Person. <laughs> okay. Ten, ten clues. How many do you need? Four. Four. Do you guys want to answer four? You mean three. No. no. Nope. No. We're going to give it to him with four. I thought not. Here we go. I I trace Jesus' lineage back to Abraham. I think I know what it is. Let's go for it. Let's get some more. You sure? Be sure. I think I know who it is. If you get it on the first clue... I'm going to give you double points. It's Matthew. It's a person? Matthew is correct. Mm-hmm. Double points. Damn. Stephen all is forgiven. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good now. All right. Person, place, or thing, you guys? Do place. Yeah, let's do place. place. All right. Place, place it is. Here we go. I don't like making decisions. How many cat- uh, How many clues do you want out of ten? Uh, four. 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 You guys want to go less than four? Yeah. No, sorry. no, let's chose <laughs> got the right answer the first time. Wait, is this a place? It is a place. Yeah, no. We'll, we'll, stay, we'll let them do four. All right, yeah. four it is. Good luck. Paul wanted to bring a gift here. Do you know it? <laughs> Paul wanted to go a lot of places. <laughs> Number, second one. Claudius lived here. Mm. Acts ends here. I'm sometimes equated with Babylon. That's the end of your clues. Declanica? That's a made-up word. (laughs) (laughs) I think he meant... The the mascara? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take... Can't guess again. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take it over here to you guys, uh, give you an opportunity. Paul was a citizen here. Which is Jackie apparently. Just, I was uh, right. You don't have to scream. I'm sorry. She didn't scream. She bellowed that with a yes. righteous yes. anger. Yes. 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 Go ahead. Jessica. Go ahead, Jess. Rome. Yes. 
He's a Roman citizen. I just remembered he was a Roman citizen. That's right. Rome is correct. I was trying to I'm think. So I'm like, can you get again. special privileges or, from being a citizen? Or uh, what, what did you say? Decalonica? I think you meant Thessalonica. Yeah, that's, that's, what, okay. I, that's what I meant. Thessalonica? It's all right. There, there might be a Decalonians. I don't know. I might be making I might not know. You're probably right. Decathlon. All right. We'll give that one back to you guys. It's your turn. Ricky out of Person. Person it is. No, I'm person. Okay. What do you guys have already? Do you have, you have a place? Everything. We have three, but we had double points on the second no, one. No, but you, well, you have, have a person, person place, place and a thing. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, we got a person. How many out of ten? Four. Four out of ten. Do you guys want to go less than that? It might be time. They got, they're getting ahead of you. Three. <gasps> oh. <gasps> do we need two? Okay. Can we go two? You're, you guys want to go two? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Well, we're just gonna <laughs> Unless then, I know this on the first time. Like, we're sure. Then right no. now, here's your clue, EJ, Jackie, and Nick. I... In, in three, I got more press than my husband did. I asked, how will this be? John took care of me. Those are your three clues. Nicholas, you got anything? No. I got more press than my husband did. I asked, how will this be? And John took care of me. Talking it out, they're discussing their ideas. They're coming up with, they're whispering back and forth. It's a shame I can't read lips. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sadly. But they're covering their mouths anyway. <laughs> get ready to uh, get ready to steal, Stephen. Let's say Mary. Mary is correct. Which Mary? Which Mary? There are several Marys. Specify which Mary. No. Do you do you really no. want to do that? Thank which Mary? Tony. Which Mary? I don't know. I there are several Marys. Wait, 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 wait. Give me, the, give me the card here. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it on the card. I got more press than my husband did. I asked, "How will this be?" And John took care of me. Which Mary? I don't know. I know. So go ahead and take it. Wait, wait, wait. I know. wait, 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 wait. Don't take it. No, no, no. They're not taking Jesus. it. This is your card. Mom, Mary. But if you get this right, I'm going to double wait. your points because Steven challenged wait, you. Wait, Nick just talked. Nick, it's, Nick, it's Nick your, just said something. It's Nick your card. Nicholas. It. It's um, it's not Mary Magdalene. It's the, it's the, I don't know how to distinguish her. But the Mary from Mary and Martha? You just did, Nick. Yeah. Say, say what you said. You say, say what uh, you hold said. on, hold on, hold on. I got more press than my husband did. I asked, yeah. how will this be? John took care of me. Which Mary is it? Mary Magdalene. No! You still get the point. It's Jesus' mom. Yeah. You said Which is what Nick had said when they were discussing. Why don't you stick with it then? Yeah. You got it. Got it. You still get the point. But Stephen challenged you, so I was going to give you a chance to double your points. To I just challenged because they just went Mary. Like, they just threw a name out there. I was wondering if they actually is, knew which is Mary. That, is that wrong? Is that wrong? <laughs> There's Steven? a lot of people in the Bible. Yeah, but there are several Marys that that could have accounted for. Elijah. I mean, I would have said well, the we same thing. I would have said Mary, too. we were random Mary. Like, we were like, okay, well, maybe this is Mary. Mary. We just can't remember what the last name was. She didn't have a last name. Mary Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Neff. Person, place, or thing? Thing. Thing it is. <clears throat> it's their turn. Oh, it's your turn? Because they underbid us. Oh, that's true. Excuse me. Back over to you guys. Person, place, or thing? Find that thing. Jackie. Yeah, let's do thing. Nick says thing. All right, here we go. Out of 10. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to work Four. Down. Four out of 10. Yeah. Three. We're going three. Doing it. Okay. 
Doing it. You guys gonna go? You wanna go too? Two guys? Okay, no. And then Nick goes, "What?" Come on. He said, "Sure." Did you know, Sadler? No. So they're going three. Do you guys want to go two? I vote no. No. Okay, so two out of three. Sorry, Sadler. It's a gutsy move. I'm just saying. I would. I'd be super impressed. All right. I'm impressed if we can get this in three. In three. Yep. I come from God. <laughs> Tell you lots of things go for me. That's a good start, I guess. Hang on. Not, not your turn. It's not, not your turn. turn. What are you doing, Nick? I know. It's not your turn. <laughs> <laughs> relax, don't, don't help then. I'm a command. Oh. Okay. I'm better than life. Mm, I think I know what it is. But then say it. Love? Love is correct. Nice. Yes, Steven. All right. Nice. Bring it back over here. Neff, person, place, or thing? Place. Place it is. All right. Out of ten. We'll go four. You guys want to go better better than four? Let's do three. Let's go three. Three. They're going three. Can you do two? Let's go three. No, they can't do that. I know. (laughs) Well. You want to do two? No. Okay. We do not. No. Two angels visited here. EJ and Jackie and Nick. Two angels visited here. Hold on. I think I. You still have. If I get it on the first try, we get double points. Double points. Sodom and Gomorrah. We're looking for Sodom and Gomorrah. Double Very points. Good. Nice. Very nice. Nicely done. Let's go, Technically, those are two places. <laughs> <laughs> Get you a diaper, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> being a big baby right now. All right, um, I think it's obviously it's joking. Nick, person, place, or, th- or no, Jackie, person, place, or thing. <laughs> Let's do person. Person. I think we got two rounds left, you guys. Yeah, there's a baby. <laughs> right, what's what are our scores right now? We have it's tied wow. five to five. It is five to five. Oh, All right, so we'll do, we'll do two more, and if it's still a tie, we'll do a lightning round. Oh. All right, so we did. Uh, this is a person. Uh, how many out of ten? Four. 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 No, let's do four. Four. Four out of ten. Can you guys do three? Let's do three. Over three. Why not? Price is, price can, is writing this all. Can all you do two? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll give it to you guys for three. All right, your first clue is this. I pastored a church in Ephesus. <sighs> oh, I am. I have two, two, two things. I don't know which one it is. Well, if you guess well, there's wrong, two more it. clues. I know, but I want to get this one because I want to do it on the first one because we get double points. Don't mess this up, Salisbury. Don't <laughs> <laughs> ruin this for me. Your second clue. We're going back on okay, the plate. We're second clue. I joined Paul's team. Okay, good. I'm glad I waited for the second second clue. So you definitely know it now. Let's say it. Uh, Timothy. It is Timothy. I was nice. going between Timothy and Paul, and I was like, oh, is it Timothy? Or Timothy is it Paul? McVeigh. It is no, no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? How do you even? <laughs> okay. Person, Sorry. I just realized what that was. It is the first name part of my mind. Cut that. Cut that. I person, forgot. person. I forgot who that was. Person, place, or thing. I think oh, it's it you guys. Turn. I think it is. Uh, I don't know. Who's, who's keeping track anymore? Shame. Let's do person. Me. Person. Here we go. Just so dirty. Wait. Out of ten. Three. Can you do two? Is this the last question? Um, yes, it is. Two. It will be if they get it right. If they get it right, it's the it's the final one. Well, 
But if you guys get it in two, then you'll steal it and we'll go into the lightning round. Guys, how do you feel? Let's go one. You're going to go one? What? If we don't get it and they get it right, it goes on one more round. If we get it, then we win. We're right now, by going one, we're eliminating their their Uh, chance to take the lead with this one. That's true. Let's go for it. Okay. One. But ask the number one thing on there. Don't ask number 10. Number 10. Watch the first one be the most vague one. My brother was three years older than me. <laughs> Jacob. I'm just kidding. That wasn't the first one. Oh. Oh. He was a twin. He was a twin. Hey, listen. Sometimes twins are not the same age. Yeah, right? Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> anyway, go, okay. what is it? Your real first clue. Sorry. Um, my father-in-law gave me some good advice. <sighs> ah, I think I know what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Let's discuss this. Yes. They're, they're okay. Moses. <laughs> Moses is correct. Yeah. Yay! Jessica. We'll give Whoa. it to him, and that's our that's our game right now. Congratulations to the Revengers. Everybody did a great job. Give yourselves a big hand. Awesome job. And this has been the Action Bible Guess It game. I almost said no. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, let's talk real quick. I don't know if that was the uh, the best game we've ever done, but it is time for the best thing <laughs> we've ever done. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> What's the weirdest movie that you have ever seen with your movie pass? Oh, uh, we saw this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would say uh, Logan Lucky is the weirdest know. movie that we've seen. I don't know. Well, yeah. I would you go? Do, can you go see like art films and stuff like that? Oh, uh, it depends have. on the theater. Uh, and have what the theater is playing. There's, the one white, called, uh, there's one called The Enzian that plays yeah. a lot of independent films. Yeah. Like we saw one that was like a film that was almost completely in Yiddish. In Yiddish? Yeah, that might have been the weirdest one. It yes, was, it, it, was, was, it was about it was, a Jewish man who... who, who he was, was a, he was a uh, Hasidic Jew or Orthodox in, Jew uh, I believe in, in New, New York. York. Yeah. And just trying to raise his son, his wife died. Trying to get his son back, And yeah. according to like their local rabbi who's like in charge of their... The Rev... The roof, R U V, nailed it. And uh, but <laughs> <laughs> he was that he was that part of Run DMC. Um, <laughs> run, Rev, no. Rev, run. It's, it's roof. Um, run, see, Rev, run, run, Rev, run. According to his roof, you can't raise a child in a family without a mother and a father. So we know what he did. He raised the roof. <laughs> Neff, the things you say make my heart feel like a walrus in love on a summer evening in Tibet. That's a quote. <laughs> Whoa! Number one, you were reading it. <laughs> well, I, it's a long quote, but it's I, well said. I, 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 yeah. So now let me ask you. This is the, before we get into best thing ever. This is a real thing to think about. Like you guys like seeing weird movies like that. I yeah. love independent. EJ movies. doesn't have the tolerance for weird <laughs> movies that you guys do. And this is okay. I want to be honest. This is I'm doing this. To be able to spend more time with Neff and Steven because I know they watch weird movies. But what if they take you to see like some kind of like Icelandic foreign film or something like that? Do you do you? Is we this... went and saw a film completely in Yiddish. Yes, you're in Yiddish. Like, I'm opening, Would you do I'm, that? I'm expanding my horizons because yes. if you've seen one Listen, Icelandic man. film, you've seen them all. <laughs> Listen, last night I saw a, a, a film festival, a short film festival yeah. that had movies from. All around the world. Did you say watch it with Movie Pass? When I, I saw, when oh. I okay, I'm a, truth be told, the moment I saw Movie Pass on Facebook, I immediately thought of Stephen and F, and I thought this will be something that Listen. will help us bond more. For sure. So that's why I'm glad I got you have it. it. 
you're going to be getting a lot of text every day. Yeah. <laughs> Just be ready to be part of that group. <clears throat> this movie quote has been brought to you by uh, my quote. If you've seen one Icelandic silent film, you've seen them all. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, wow. everybody. Wow. That's well said. Well, that nailed it. Good. See, the thing is, is that Stephen and Neff, you guys had a perfect opportunity to use one of your quotes because you could have just said, yeah, this is something they said in the movie. It was so fun. Yeah, but if EJ had it ham-fisted his in, I could have done that because then everyone else is on, like, alert so, except okay. Tony, who set, no up, was on alert set it up, like, a minute before talking about Icelandic movies. Well, okay, I, I'm not understanding the game, so I did it wrong? <laughs> You're supposed no, to make honest. it sound no, like you, it's you part of your it wrong. You just did it obviously. Yes. Gotcha. You got to build to it. All yeah. right. But that's okay. That's you, why you we give you why we give you two. <laughs> so, and honestly, that would have been hard to fit in any conversation, no matter what. I'm surprised you did it as well as you did. It's <laughs> like, hey, EJ's just saying something funny. Yeah, that's what I thought you were doing. I just thought you were being weird with yeah. it, and I was like, okay. I roll. I dig it. So anyway, that that uh, totally random segue brought to you by best thing ever, 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 Wait, ever. What's the point of that segue? We just took a little trip on a movie thing because I remembered I needed to be getting more of my quotes done. Oh. <laughs> so you, well, wait. <laughs> so you took movie pass knowing that one of your quotes is about yep. movies? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, nice strategy. I, I used the uh, the elements. You Are you okay? <laughs> I joked a little bit. Okay. Steven's you're, losing. You're definitely, you're drowning. You're definitely not Aquaman. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Bested, one of your quotes? Bested by a bottle of water. Um, all right. Well, tonight's uh, best thing ever, Can Space Ace Edition. Uh, last week we um, we we had a great, great, one of the best, most exciting rounds that we've had. It was Han Solo versus Star Lord. Now we're going through our bracket system here, putting all of our Space Aces against one another. And this was one of the ones that I knew was going to be the most challenging, the most exciting, and was probably going to be the most divisive. Did you guys? Did anybody check and see who actually won this thing no, already? I did not. Um, I did. You I've been did. So busy all week. Now this is. Stuff. Did you vote? I don't think so. Call it right now. Let's I voted. Go, let's go. Let's go down the line of, of Han Solo or Peter Quill, Star Lord. Han Solo. Call Han Solo, Jessica. I can't remember who I voted for. <laughs> who Who do you feel like you would have voted for? Probably Solo. Solo, Steve. Han Solo. Han Solo. EJ. Peter. Peter Quill. Peter. 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 <laughs> Peter. 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 Uh, so, so Jackie, you Peter. saw it. Who did you vote for? I voted for Mr. Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Mr. Legendary oh, outlaw. Mr. Star-Lord. Well, this, this only happens once in a blue moon, but if you look at our Twitter results, it is a 50-50 tie. Ooh, hot dog. Between Star-Lord and Han Solo. This is a good day. Which means that we don't have a clear-cut winner. So. You know what that means. Call Wilfred Dell. There is behind you, Jackie. There's a little blue cable. If you don't mind fetching that for me, I'm going to. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna make a, a phone call. We're gonna ask for a tie-breaking vote. Are we gonna call Wilfred Dell? That like make my childhood I, dreams come I true. I don't have Wilfred Dell's home phone Harrison number Ford. anymore. We're gonna call Harrison Ford, and then and we're Chris gonna call Pratt. Chris Pratt, and whichever one answers. Group, group <laughs> EJ for about a fraction of a second was extremely excited. Before he realized that that wasn't true, <laughs> he looked over like, and then oh. <laughs> so let's make a, a phone call real quick right now. We're calling a, a, a Harrison Ford impersonator. Nope. Um, you know, actually, I didn't really Get think off my phone. I didn't really think this one through. Wait, so no, that was, I don't that know was who we're like calling. A, was that supposed to be just scrolling Clint down Eastwood my... saying get off my lawn? No, Let's that see. was get off my plane. Oh, all right. Hopefully, we have Whatever. some audio here. Uh, Get see, off my plate. Okay, sh- let's see if this works. I, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I hope I'm not calling this person too late. Sorry. Slow. Here we go. Depends on where you're calling. Hopefully, it's... 
Hello. Hi, uh, is this Lindsay Cannon? It is. Lindsay Cannon, this is Tony from the Nerd of Godcast, and you are on the air with us right now. Hope I didn't catch you at a bad time. No, it's fine. Oh, fantastic. Is that the Fan- first lady of Fro- Frostproof? This is the first lady <laughs> of Frostproof, Florida, yes. <laughs> and uh, we we need your help tonight, and, and it can only be you. You are the you are the chosen one. Uh, do you have a moment to help us with something tonight? Sure. Okay, fantastic. Now, we have a little segment on our show that we call Best Thing Ever. Are you familiar with it? Great. And this season we've been doing a Space Ace edition, and it has come down on our final, on this last round to Han Solo from the Star Wars universe versus Peter Quill, the Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. And it is a 50-50 tie, and we need a tiebreaker. And since oh, Chris God. Pratt <laughs> since Chris Pratt and, and Harrison Ford aren't taking my calls tonight, we decided we're going to call you. You are our, our, our winner uh, of, of the random first person I thought of phone contest. And, uh, and it is up to you. You flip a coin, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, ask your kids, whatever you got to do. But you got 10 seconds, and we need you to make a vote. This is democracy. I have, I have to go Han Solo. I got to go yes. with my guy. Han Solo. Yes. Now, do you have a particular reason why? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I like both of them, but I don't know. Maybe it's the whole tried and true. Like, he's been around for decades now as Han Solo. He had been around. We know he stands the test of time. He does indeed, and he always shoots first. Well, thank you so much. First Lady of Frostproof, Lindsay Cannon. You've been on the show before. Always a great friend. We are going to hook you up with something from our prize stash for being our our tiebreaker tonight. (laughs) Thank you so much for being part of the best thing ever. 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 Say hi to the family for me, and sorry for calling you so late. Bye-bye. Fine, bye. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we Thank- should do that more often. We should have a segment where we just call just people. Just randomly call people. <laughs> when I, back in 1989, I started watching the David Letterman show every single day. Mm-hmm. I would stay up late to watch Letterman. And he had a segment on there where he was, it was called How Much Gas is in Joe Frazier's tank. And he would call former boxing champion Joe Frazier, smoking Joe Frazier, and he would just ask him how much gas he has. In his car, and that was it. That was the that was the whole segment. Let's just call up Joe Frazier and find out how much gas he has. Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) what the relationship is, but maybe we just call Lindsay every week and ask her how much gas she has. (laughs) So Lindsay Cannon has cast the vote, and tonight we have decided Han Solo moves on to the next round of our best thing ever. 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 Are we we putting you to sleep? (laughs) No. Somebody else put me to sleep. Now, (laughs) now, let me tell you a true story. I woke up this morning at four o'clock in the morning, couldn't go back to sleep. So I was up. I I got up and I I watched a little TV and um, it ended up coming in for a men's prayer meeting this morning. So I I drove my son to school. I'm here at church a little bit before seven o'clock. And uh, and man, that started wearing on me. Around the three o'clock hour, I'm in my office and I'm working. And uh, Nolan Clifton from across the hallway says, "Are you okay in there?" And I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "You keep yawning over and over again." He said, "I thought Stephen was here." <laughs> really? <laughs> apparently, apparently, you are known for yawning. Apparently, well, I'm gonna start calling you Yanni. <sighs> You mentioned yawning. And now, all, it, it now all yawn. across our listening audience right now, people are yawning, and they're going, Steve-o! Sorry. Shaking their fist at you. Okay, so tonight we have our, our next round of Best Thing Ever. Uh, we want you guys to get on our Twitter page and vote. Twitter.com slash NerdyGodcast. Use uh, hashtag Best Thing Ever, and you can find us on there. Uh, but this this round of our, our Best Thing Ever Space Ace Edition is going to be Star Fox 
versus Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, Star Fox. So it could yes. go either way. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Get on there and vote. Let us know who you think is going to be this week's best thing. Err. Uh, uh, Fox isn't very rooted in science. No? No. Well, sometimes it's the science that makes the difference between what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. So, can your science explain why it rains? That's a quote. <laughs> that is a quote. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> uh. One down, one to go. <laughs> That's good. That was a, it was a good setup. You you started laying the right track there. Uh, next time we have to do it where people message me privately so you guys can't see the quotes ahead of time. I think that's that was where yeah because yeah, like, now I'm nervous awry. to say mine because it's like if you've already read it then it's not even I had no chance. You had no chance even if I made it inconspicuous. <sighs> you're a good guy, man. Thank you I for being a good guy. Inconspicuous. And you're never inconspicuous. If you, I'm if you sometimes inconspicuous. I'm still confused about this game, guys. <laughs> okay, so did I get the point for mine? No. No. Why not? The whole point is you. it needs to sound like you just, like it doesn't even sound like you're reading the quote. I don't like this game. We it's need basically, to, it's we basically need shenanigans <laughs> with quotes. Well, mine wasn't fair. You guys knew mine. That's true. You got robbed a little bit there. I'm sorry. If, it were, if, if, the, okay if the quotes were a little shorter, I think I killed this. But my quotes are long. No, yeah, that one was weird. I'm gonna I mean, really if it, it wasn't like one. you were like, who shot who in the what now? It's not like that was your quote or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Is that your quote? Nope. I made that <laughs> up. <laughs> who shot who in the what now? <laughs> Tony probably could have guessed. I say that all the That's, time. Yeah, he says it all the time. Who shot who in the what now? It's from The Simpsons. It is. Yeah. Uh, the guy with the, who the what now? Jasper? Is that Jasper, yeah. That's Old man yells at Cloud. Hey, no, wait, that's, no, that's Grandpa. That's Grandpa. <laughs> it is way later than it probably should be for us to be starting right now. I'm looking yes. at the clock on the wall, and you know what time it is? 10-10. It's time for the return of Neff News. <gasps> yeah. Yay! That's right. And this time, it's personal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, 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 it's permanent. <laughs> that's what? right. Listen, uh, so in the interest uh, at the beginning of season three of saving some time, which I anticipated that we were going to get our episodes down to about the 42-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you guys. Oh, well. <laughs> at the beginning of season three, I thought, we're going to get this thing like, you know, we're going to nail it down and we're going to, you know, streamline it. So let's get rid of some of these like recurring segments. Uh, Neff News was one of the ones that, that ended up going and... Um, uh, looking back, I regret it. I miss Neff News, so we're bringing it back at least until such time as it stops being a fun diversion. Neff, Neff News, too. Give us all the news that we can use. All right. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Hi, Neff. Hi, Neff. Hi, Neff. Today's news is brought to you by Weddings. Weddings. Looks good on paper until you get the paper that matters. The receipt. <laughs> Thanks for barely covering my suit part-time job. <laughs> Shout out to the Ricards who just got married this in, weekend. In, in, in the suit company's defense, it was a lot of suit. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of material. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Neff Nef and I go past Men's Warehouse and straight to Circus Tents R Us. <laughs> hey, we look good in stripes, okay? <laughs> They're very Nef, slimming. I will They're say slimming. Though, I will be honest, man. You look good, man. You look great. My you best friend good. got married over the weekend, and I was his best man. And yeah. So Neff was a best great, speech. great yeah. best man. Yes. Did a great toast, great speech. Do you still have the speech on your phone? Read it right now. No, don't. Move on. <laughs> I saw him flicker, like flick his phone like he was going to. Like, he would. Okay. Neff would. Moving Don't on. Do it, That's what Neff News is. <laughs> Neff News. Yeah. It's just a recap of the Ricard wedding. Seven years ago, my friend. In movie news, 
Bradley Cooper is rumored to have been offered the role of WWE owner Vince McMahon huh. in the upcoming biopic chronicling chronicling <laughs> McMahon's life. Wow. Interesting. Why? Although no official casting for the role has been made, the thought of Cooper as the brash boss of battling behemoths is titillating to think of. Ain't nobody like me except me, Austin. It was me the whole time. <laughs> It's like two episodes in a row that we've quoted. I know. <laughs> it's like 12% of a hey, cage Austin. match. Oh, you stepped on my joke, Steven. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't much of a joke. It was 12% of a joke. Oh. oh. <laughs> Simmer down, Aquaman. Best <laughs> out. You just attacked him out of nowhere. Well. Dude, that's what you did the whole that's called the first half of this episode. That's why you know evil will always triumph because good is dumb. A quote. Quote. It is it's crap. A quote. <laughs> it's a quote. Uh. All right, go ahead. All right. In video game news, PS Plus owners have the be- oh, it's PlayStation Plus, by the way, not like Porsche seats <laughs> or, owners <laughs> or Postscript <laughs> Plus. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation Plus owners have the best treat of the season. No tricks involved. October's free games of the month were announced today, including. Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, and both Amnesia games. Oh, I forgot about those. And a machine for pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I do the jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I forgot our cadence here. They were. Now, the uh, Amnesia games are widely considered to be the games that jump started the survival horror renaissance of the past few years. Mm. And it's also known as one of the scariest game franchises ever made. Whoa. When asking a young gamer about how they felt while playing the game, they replied, Ah! Ow. <laughs> Ow. What did we say about yelling? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, man. My excitement earlier made me yell. Jackie getting scared last episode made her yell. It was all just. In the moment, spontaneous. That was scripted. <laughs> he could have leaned back. What did when you wrote that? Did you write it in all caps? How many H's yeah. are in there? <laughs> yeah, it is. How, ma- yeah, how, how many, many H's? H's? Uh, one. Two, I'm three, guessing there's four, four A's and seven eight, H's. Eight, eight, eight. Why would you guess that specific there's one number, one A and ten H's. No, <laughs> that's sat- no, no. The, if you don't have enough A's, that's a satisfying. Instead <laughs> of being ah, that's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Which is much name, weirder when, when answer to That is much weirder. Let's talk about Amnesia the Dark Descent. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a headache because weird. I'm laughing so much this episode. This is crazy. That game is weird. There, there are literally, like, I think at one point there's, like, cheeseburgers that, like, attack you. I'm listening. In the game. <laughs> I've had that dream before. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, a quarter pounder with cheese has never attacked me in public. <laughs> never That's once. A quarter pounder with cheese has never attacked me. <laughs> oh, very good. Did you know Wait, that one? What? Did you know that was one? Was that yes. really your quote? Oh, you she knew it though. It was a. You have That's to make these fair. private. Yeah. Wow. Because like I don't even want to like that. You like? I I took Plus, that as part you of You left it hook, open. Hook, that was hook line and sinker, that was man. Good. I was. I was that's how you do that. That was good. I thought it might have been a quote, but I was on the Wait, fence about so are it. You Welcome tell- Nef wait. News, mother lovers. Are you telling me? <laughs> wait, is that a quote? <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, for real though, back up. So there's no cheeseburgers that attack you in the no. game? No. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got Tony hard. He was like, I'm in. I'm like, yeah. Like, what is I'm happening here? Cheeseburgers that attack you? That sounds 
sounds amazing. Amnesia 4, food fighters. <laughs> and so the tables have turned. It's I a, ate you, and now you have eaten it's me. It's like they rebooted Burger Time as survival horror. Oh, oh man. All right. And, Steven, and, stop yawning. Sorry, it's late. Like, that yawn turned into a snort at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yort. Uh, it's like a wee snaw. Wee snaw. Is there any more news? There's one more. Okay. In comic book news, in the newest Batman comics, the Dark Knight finally pulls the trigger on his relationship with Catwoman. That's right. Batman has proposed to his longtime love interest in Batman number 24. Her answer was released yesterday, but I won't spoil the response. Let's just say Robin will have to find another superhero to sleep right next to in another bed that's so close it might as well be the same bed. Wink, wink. That wow. took a dark turn. Then what? So, so did Batman propose to Catwoman, or did, did Bruce Wayne propose to Selina Kyle? Both, like, like he in the they Batman know, they costume. know, they know who they are, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make yes. sure you say yeah. They've rebooted have you guys, the DC universe so many times. How do you even know? Have you guys seen that photo of like? There's like in the in the old comics, literally they had like two twin beds. <laughs> Next to like literally next to each other, look like one bed. I, I, yeah, <laughs> sleeping next no, to we, each other. We got the joke. <laughs> Thank you. Man. It wasn't lost. I'm just thinking. I love Lucy. Yeah, yeah. That was before you could have. Like, you know what though? I, I bet you one TV thing. Shows. I bet you one thing. Robin will be saying. I've never been attacked by a cheeseburger quarter pounder with cheese. So in public. This is, but this is the reason they had to do that. It's like it, if you live in a house, if you don't have enough bedrooms in your house, I mean, what are you? Oh. He lives in a giant mansion, I guess. Oh, maybe. yeah. Mm. Well, don't even get me started on Alfred. It's because Aunt Harriet took Alfred up all the Alfred lives in space. the fridge. No, you're thinking what? of Kyle Rayner's girlfriend. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So bad. I was making a Brady Bunch reference, but okay. <laughs> Zero to 60. Oh. Hmm. He's so no savage. Oh, and this has been Neff News. Have a new today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you, Bye-bye. Neff. I have Bye. a Neff News supplemental here. This is Tony News. Uh, this is sort of a, uh, we want to talk about something that, that just came out. And, and to make sure that we're all in the same playing field, um, I, I want to make sure that we got here a little bit early tonight. We watched this thing together so that we can talk about it. So this is a uh, Nerdy Godcast review times two. We're going to be talking about two new nerdy TV shows that have come out since last time we've been together. We're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery and Marvel's Inhumans. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? Let's get Inhumans out of the way. Dear God, <laughs> let's talk about Inhumans. What do you guys think about it? Uh, who, everybody has seen it, right? I've mm-hmm. seen it twice. Okay. Me too. So let's let's talk yeah. about that. What was your impressions of Marvel's Inhumans? I fell asleep the first time. Uh huh. Well, you're falling asleep right now, and I think that this is a better than average podcast. So that's I mean, not you fell asleep during Wonder Woman. So I, I also it fell was asleep. late. So let's talk about Inhumans and not Steven's <laughs> lack of humanity. Uh, Jackie, what was your first impression? They needed to have a dud at some point, I guess. <laughs> oh, good point. Apparently. According, you can according, only feast so long before there's a turd. According to the oh. networks, that was Agent Carter. No, Agent Carter was Agent Carter good. Was, it was though. amazing. I said according to the to And likable. Oh, network so, was dumb. EJ, what do you think? <laughs> Two words, Boarfest. Boarfest. That's yeah. that's harsh. Why? Why? What was so Man, boring about it? I mean, it was just really dry. They the way that they talked to each other was just the script was just really weird and it just l- lagged a lot. Um, the colors were really bland. Yes, just a lot definitely. Of, it's just, it's just so so it opens up. You're, you're in Adelan, which is the city on the moon, and so you have the ability to create 
anything that you want to do. I mean, you're creating a world. Yes, you're it looks a, like you're Earth. In a little dome. No, it looks not. It doesn't look like Earth. It looks like gray, boxy concrete slabs. Yes, it's like some post-apocalyptic yeah. looking thing. Yeah. What do you think, Jess? To me, it it gave me flashbacks to when I went to college because my college was all built in that like 1960s concrete movement, right? With like little Fibonacci sequence things <laughs> around, like so like the the staircases, everything with like the figure sixes and uh. stuff, and it just flashed me back to that. Yeah, mm. it, it's very industrial and mm. just really gray and boring. And we were watching it on on Hulu, and the subway commercial that came on in between acts was more colorful and lively, <laughs> and frankly had better acting. Than, <laughs> than humans did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Stephen, when when it opened up, we're sitting there. What was your first thought looking at it when it first opened up? Like, opening scene of the woods and the girl running. Yeah. I was like, are, are we supposed to like care about this girl? You know like, what I you know what I was thinking? What? Where's the smoke monster? Yeah, exactly. Yes. I was like, is I'm, this lost? I think this was filmed in Hawaii, in this, it, and it, it looked like it was filmed in the, in the same, same place where they where, where it was Kate a dark was hiding in the was. in the tall branches. I thought the same thing. Kate Kate's hiding. The smoke monster's coming out. Matt Parkman's in it, playing well, it right is behind ABC, her. So, but I mean, even when when uh, when who's the guy? The, the green guy. Um, Titan, 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 Trigon, Trigon, yeah, right, Triton, when Triton goes into the water, when they shoot him and he falls into the water, because so I'm sure he's dead, and they pull back to the beach, I expected to see like the big feet of the statue there, like it was really, it it was directly lifted from Lost. I mean, I don't know. I I think they did film on the same island because I don't think about. I think you'd see like the the mountain yeah shape uh, hurley is still in the background scene of, of episode two <laughs> because he's still he's still protecting it and and you're actually absolutely right the acting is terrible mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like pbs it's sci-fi show level terrible well the writing is terrible too the writing yeah. is terrible but i want black bolt to be so cool because he's so cool in the comic well the he, good thing is is he ha- he hasn't t- done any terrible lines yet because he won't let him talk wait well, he's not the, supposed to in the he's... second episode and and they do these weird little cutaways that try to inject some flavor to it they did it in the first episode where um, they well now we're gonna play a, a rock song that you know, but we're gonna play it slow and dark. So here we are, we're, we're playing "Break On Through to the Other Side" by the Doors for no reason at all, and then in the next scene we're playing "Paint It Black" by the Rolling Stones for no reason at all, but like in a slow, moody mode, like we're making a movie trailer and. The, these things happen in the second episode they have a pretty woman montage sort of vibe where Black Bolt is in the town so he goes and tries on a suit like he goes to buy regular people clothes like they did in Wonder Woman so he walks in and like okay what are we gonna do so the sales lady is kind of like helping her so he walks out and he's wearing like this nice blue suit and he's looking real handsome and good and she's like okay well you gotta buy that and he just kind of looks at her with like a huh sort of vibe and just goes to walk out of the store and a security guard goes to stop him and he like crushes him and flips him over and just walks out and then the police arrest him because she's like shoplifter so like as soon as she screams shoplifter four cop cars come rolling out at him at once because, because that's, that's how that, that works because that's how that works <laughs> totally is that, that, works. that where, is that where he like grunts a little bit and yeah like the cop yeah because they because they come and do they beat him probably i mean look i'm i'm not trying to play any kind but like first off this is a well-dressed affluent looking handsome uh anglo man this is a white guy and he is getting straight up Rodney King in the middle of the street in Hawaii. Like they are beating him with clubs in the middle of the street for, in Hawaii. For shoplifting a suit. And, and first, so then, so then he comes in and he starts. Now, now I'm, I'm being fair. He starts like fighting the cops and like flipping them and throwing them and doing all kinds of stuff like that. And then they're still just kind of like, "What do we do with this guy? Let's tase him." I'm like, "Hold on a second. If that was a brother, if he was like really black, Bolt, 
they'd have shot him. They'd have killed him. I mean, that's, it was like, I, it's like you are, you're way too abusive for no reason. And then when he starts attacking cops, they're just like, oh, no, let's just tase him, tase him gingerly. <laughs> okay, like, I don't know what Hawaii Five-0, you are not. So, mm. terrible stuff. Um, the, 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 the title card. I don't even remember the title card. It had a dog. That's the thing. Had, I'm it, like, what's the dog for? And it was all like clip art of their yeah, little it was like icons. Yeah. Glowy clip arts floating around. And then it shows Marvel's Inhumans. And it's like clip art of a dog. Whoosh. And I'm like, okay, so where did. Well, I don't want to get into this, but it's like you go from these really dope intros on Netflix shows. Right. What, where, First off, okay, happened? Daredevil was so sick. The intro yes. to the, the Defenders was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jessica Jones, yeah. Luke one Cage. Has, it's very stylized where it's like, yeah. like even like Daredevil, they're pouring, it looks like the sub skin yes. pour down yeah. in, like on a, like an invisible sculpture. Yeah. And then you got the Defenders, which is very much built on the light, the different yeah. color lights. Yes. This one looks like it was made mm-hmm. in PowerPoint. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. It's weird. It's terrible. Shameful. And, ABC shouldn't be in charge. And so, so well, now, now this is ABC. the thing. Disney. You want to talk about oh, who's in charge? Yeah, that's why they're in charge because oh. it's Disney. Oh. Here's your gotcha. new favorite. Here's your new FX favorite uh, favorite person FX to hate. Zach Zach Snyder, move over because I want to introduce you guys to a guy named Scott Buck. Yes, uh-huh. Scott Buck is the showrunner for this show. He's the guy uh, that he's wrote. Also, the guy it. who wrote it. Now, I, and that's why, I, and I paid attention because after when I got into episode two, I paid attention to the name of the guy who wrote it because I'm like, okay, somebody I have to blame for this. So I looked him up. Do you know what Scott <laughs> Buck is also famous for? What? He was the guy who brought you Iron Fist. He was the showrunner for huh. Netflix's Iron Fist. Huh. So no, I liked Iron Fist. He though. is quit. No, kind of, see the yeah, of all the, of, of a- all the Netflix Marvel <laughs> shows, which was the worst. Oh, well, that's fair, but yeah. still, I liked it. I liked it, too. It okay. And that's another but top it, conversation. Yeah, but Yeah, yeah. but it's, it is, okay, it is the weakest of from, it. It is from, weak. From, even from a writing perspective, from the dialogue, yeah. from mm-hmm. making characters likable yeah. and relatable, mm-hmm. and you can see that that happening here. I mean, okay. you got you have these, the, the, I mean, first off, the sets are so drab. They look like they were made for a web series. Uh, they're, oh. they're, they're terrible. Shameful. Uh, you have the, these characters who have just such bland no characterization and they want us to feel like this oh no and spoiler alert here if you haven't seen Inhumans by the way I'm not even spoiling it I'm saving you a trip Hmm. we're gonna shave Medusa's head oh no people people paid money to go see this in theaters I feel so yeah they released it in IMAX are you serious people paid money two episodes it was the first two episodes that's weird people spent money to go see that in theaters. Are, are the stats online like the, how much money it made? I think it made Probably. two. I think it made two and a half million dollars. Oh, oh my god, that's goodness. way too much. Yeah, which is yeah, but for a IMAX release, it's not that much at all. That's yeah. true. But like, I'm not distraught. First off, because her fair her, her hair looks so fake. Yes. Yeah. That like yeah. it's, I have no emotional attachment to it. And B, they haven't even developed these characters at all. I, so they they really went like a DC. I'm sorry, a, a DC route with some yes. of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They really just um, we're gonna give you all these characters, and we're not. We we talked about well two episodes. I wasn't in the last episode, but we talked about this two episodes ago in regards mm-hmm. to just you know excellence. And I'm really confused because we just spent we spent a lot of time talking about how Marvel does it right a lot of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they spend time with character development. So I don't know. It's weird. It People, almost seems like they started this thing and then they had to like finish it, mm, and they yeah. they were just like, true, well, true. we're we're somehow obligated to do this. Yeah. So we're going to put as little effort into it as possible. Uh, the marketing for this thing when they started putting this thing out was, um, you know, see the the trailer, see the premiere in IMAX, and yeah. then season one on ABC. Mm-hmm. And they've changed the marketing. I've noticed. Hmm. Uh, it says if you see, you know, after the IMAX thing, they would say the complete series on ABC. 
Hmm. What do you think that means? It's only been one season. season. I think that's exactly what that means. The complete season. The complete series. The complete series. series. Like, that's it. Do you think... they, they like DC. I think one of DC's problems that I think would go into this was: Do you think that they thought we were familiar with the characters already? So That's decided, what it felt like. Yes. So they decided not to put it. I mean, I have never read an Inhumans comic book. Most people once. haven't. Yeah. Most people weird. So, so like. With Daredevil, that's a that's a known character, to, for the most part. Yeah, and yeah. even even Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Jessica Jones not as much, but Luke Cage and Iron Fist are a little. They're a little known. They're a little but, known. But, but, but we're still talking C list heroes. Yeah, we're like yeah. we know them, but but they're built up. But with then when you get to the Inhumans, you're you're D level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, going, you're going you're pulling way like and uh, Marvel's done well with pulling stuff from out of note from like the bottom of the bucket. But well, Iron Man's not exactly the bottom of the bucket. I was thinking well, more okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And, and, okay, I, I say that's a, that's a good parallel. Guardians. Yes. Nobody knew Guardians of the Galaxy before. That. I remember Correct. when I saw the Guardians trailer, I was like, ah, what is this? this is <laughs> I, really think, weird. I think the success yeah. of Guardians went with A, they had great trailers. Yes. Mm. The trailer made me want to see it. Yeah. You had big stars attached to it. Sure. People love Chris it was, Pratt, and it was Chris Pratt Zoe doing Saldana. what Saldana. Chris Pratt does best. Yeah. But James Gunn cares about the characters. Mm. Yeah. And he and he Did you feel like they cared about these characters at all? Not no. one bit. No, no. here's the thing too. Marvel uh leading up to this show coming out. Made several series with the they uh, Inhumans versus X Men. Okay. Mm-hmm. They oh yeah. That they started pumping that up in the comic oh, books yeah. big time. Yeah. And like, why should I care about them now when you never yeah. had any? Like, to be fair, though, Guardians, they, did, they Guardians, did the same with Guardians too. Yeah, but Guardians was good leading yeah. like, and they had a sequel that was that was that was decent that I I liked. Sure. Oh, like and, and apparently most people did because it did great in the box office. Yeah, exactly. So with the Inhumans though, I felt like 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 we said earlier. Maybe they thought that we were too familiar with them. I mean, they, we, they, we really weren't. And they show that, like, even in the beginning, you have, oh, I'm Black Bolt, and here's Medusa, and we're looking over our kingdom. Like, you care who we are. And they didn't even explain. You have all these other characters, and they have no, mm-hmm. like, Karnak is a really cool character. And they and he was really well done in the show. You could kind of see him calculating all the different things. He has this the, his power or his ability, which isn't even I don't even think it's an inhuman ability. I think it's a self developed ability. Is that he can calculate all the different odds and the the options of things that he can do. That's cool. Figure out the best thing and do it. And they showed that in the show really well. But they never explained to you what's happening until it makes sense for him to not use it. Mm-hmm. Until, yeah, and then and then they give him a concussion in mm-hmm. episode two and beginning of episode two and take that away from him. The only one I know is Black Bolt. That's only because he's I mean he's the coolest character and, and he crosses over to more other storylines yeah I mean exactly. I've heard of Lockjaw yeah so, I, you have the hero clicks of Lockjaw but you know the hero clicks <laughs> figure oh, yeah, but that's where I've heard of but, you, but, they, <laughs> they, but okay here's Medusa here's her interesting thing and it doesn't even look real let's shave her head right, right off the bat here's yeah. Crystal she's really cool Crystal was one of the, uh, Medusa was too but Crystal used to be she was a stand in for the Fantastic Four what do we do with her absolutely nothing it just yeah it, it almost felt like they could have really even even one full episode per character would have been dope, and at the very end introduce a villain that brings them all together, or just kind of creates a situation where you know what we need to go ahead and so hit you're you talking in about season two, the Avengers route, where you, every where every character has their own or movie, the, or the or Defenders movies. route, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, or if you, yeah. even if you, but in one season, like yeah, but give get, them episodes that make yeah. us yeah, care I about. I kind of yeah. feel like that first episode should have been the last episode. Yes, to go into yeah. a new exactly. That's that what I mean. Good. You could you could also do like they did in the show Heroes. Because, A, I mean, in Heroes, they're discovering their abilities. So mm. you're kind of discovering them with the characters. So you kind of humanize with them more. But 
You don't know these characters' backstories. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah. But throughout the season, you slowly will build to knowing the characters, knowing what they can do, and knowing the limitations. So by the end of the season, when they, there's this, you know, crazy Siler guy they keep talking about, and the Siler comes back, you care about the characters. Right. Heroes did that well. But in this, it definitely, like Jessica said, it feels like they should have, this episode should have, if it had not been the last episode, at least towards the end. Yes. So it gives you time to care about Black Bolt. Like they, even the first episode, Black Bolt speaking this weird moon sign language about the whole thing, and you're just assuming he's mute or he's deaf. But then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, if he talks, he killed he killed his parents because he just he was asked why. Yeah. But like, why don't you show that at the beginning so we know why? Don't make us. I and, mean, I knew already. But even the flashbacks that they do, which worked really well in Lost, they don't even do that in this episode. Well, they do a couple flashbacks and they do them badly. Yes, mm-hmm. Lost was intentional because that's how they that's one way how they built the characters. But they Lost made it actually to where you could tell when a. a a flashback was coming on because they would put a sound in. Well, they Pavlov dogs scene, you. There's one scene where Medusa is standing in the same room as young Medusa, and they don't even tell you that's what's going on until the other girl walks into the next room and goes, I'm Medusa. Oh, that makes sense. I'm not afraid of you. Expository, expository, expository. Yeah. Like, okay, so like, Black, not to spoil anything, but like Black Bolt, Black Bolt ends up somewhere. I feel like that would have been a great like segue to another season or like yeah. oh he, he ended up somewhere yeah now he's out of this out and of out of Avalanche. Yes. then when yes. you do that hey set up for crossovers exactly you, like, you, you can do agents a, of a dear, shield dear god don't let it cross over with agents of shield don't let it taint <laughs> the well, not now not now but like, not now but didn't they start off in agents of shield no oh no because they had the, that the, blue the, guy the, well, they, they make a reference to the, the Terrigen that has been put out through the ocean which happens mm. in S.H.I.E.L.D. Who's which that? causes people to begin turning into yeah. Inhumans oh. wasn't one of, I was going to say wasn't one of the Inhumans in like, well, the, blue, the, the blue that's, dude that's the whole main thing that they're doing and that they've been doing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like is blue dude has like who's like a yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. The, I don't know his name. It's not important, but <laughs> he's in a human. I in, don't know. In Agents of Shield, they Yondu. No, it's he, he looks more like he. <laughs> never mind. Finish. It's not important. Let him finish. In Agents of Shield, they have a big story arc where they're trying to go around and find all the Inhumans, which is really Marvel's way of saying mutants, but they mm-hmm. can't say yeah. mutants. Right. So they're Inhumans, is what it is. Uh, but this show was whatever my expectations were, which is not very high to begin with. It totally undercut everything to the to the point of being laughable. Yeah, uh, the dialogue was so bad. There, so you you have the, the terrigenesis, which is how the Inhumans become Inhumans. They're normal like people, and then at a certain point, they get introduced to these terrigen mists, and they turn in. They develop their powers. They they kind of generate their powers, and the the culture on this moon city in Adelan is that if you get pretty powers, like the girl that gets butterfly wings, everyone just claps for you. Yay, you're a Disney princess now. And if you don't get visibly cool powers, or if you're you know vaguely unpowerful, they send you to the lower cast area, not my word, their word, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they send you to the lower cast area where you work in the mines. What? That's weird. You work in the mines. And, 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 and you know how I know this so specifically? Because when the brother and sister who they used to develop this plot point, the girl who gets pretty butterfly wings and the boy who doesn't have any visible change, although he can still read the future somehow. Yeah, he's definitely helpful. When yeah. all, all the people down in the mines look up and see the butterfly girl and they start clapping for her, and then when they say, well, what, what power did you get? And he goes, I don't know that anything happened. And a man from the middle of the, of the peasant lower caste people go, then to the mines you go. <laughs> to the mines you go. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. I had to Who back are, it up. I had to back guy? it up. I was like, what? He goes, to the mines you go. <laughs> that, needs to somebody, be a, that needs to be a sound clip. Somebody like, wrote that on paper. <laughs> 
and gave a script to a man who got paid oh. to stand there and say, to the mines. Okay. Seriously, better, you go. Can we sound clip that? And like every time anybody says something what's, off. What's my line? <laughs> to the mines. To the mines. What's my line again? To the mines. What's my motivation here? <laughs> a better, a better, a better yet, the director said, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> you know that scene in Snow White when they all scream, hi ho? Yeah. Do something like that. To the mines. To the mines you, you go. go. <laughs> they cut, they oh. cut out the whole hi ho part. That was yeah, I'd buy a t-shirt. It's, it's synergy, Liz Lemon. <laughs> uh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. And you know what part I totally just, at which point I absolutely emotionally checked out. Besides, you guys didn't even get to season uh, to episode two where um, Gorgon, if anyone can do it, Sorry. Gorgon can. Where Gorgon, Gorgon comes down and he ends up going out into the ocean because he's like Triton's in the ocean. And he walks out into the ocean and begins to drown because he's got hooves for feet. Yes. Oh, uh, for, forget the whole weird like side boots. the side story where like weird blonde woman is in a big giant airplane hangar c- controlling for some reason some kind of eighty million dollar lunar explorer, which is which ridiculous. they left. Nicholas, real quick, you're a NASA guy. Is it would it be stupid for them to spend eighty million dollars to send a robot to the moon for some reason? Yes. Like, why do they need to do that? Exactly. It's yeah. just a, it's a plot here's, point. Here's another thing. No, well, hold on, hold on. So, so that's a whole stupid plot point. So Gorgon wades out into the ocean and promptly starts drowning because he has hooves and he can't swim. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And not, he's wearing boots. Not a lot of swimming on the moon. Where he's rescued by surfers. Well, there's this. He's, 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 he's this guy. He's, he's got hooves. They're Hawaiian. They're not Californian. He rescues. <laughs> oh, he's oh, rescued by surfers. Um, and 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 could think, be And and brought to the beach where they're like. Wow, your feet are weird. You know, like they're, <laughs> and then they sit around until nighttime. This happened, so they're there all day sharing surfing moon stories. I don't really know. And uh, he's like, and, and then and, and then he he's like, I'm I'm a warrior. So he sends his signal out on purpose so that the bad guys will come find him. And he's like, you'd better leave now. It's going to get bad. And they're like, we're surfers. We're not afraid of a fight. So <laughs> so now it's Gorgon and his army of surfers. You know, dudes. when I think of surfers. I think, man, those guys are tough. Those guys mm. are here. I don't want to tussle with like those descri- guys. You sound like mm. you're describing a dream you had. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Gorgon, right? And he's got this army of surfers, yes. and he sends a signal out so the bad guys can come. A quarter pounder with cheese and never attacked me in public. <laughs> <laughs> and then a giant teleporting dog comes in. Yeah. <laughs> come on in, carnivore. And then I cut off Medusa's hair. <laughs> so, so it's a good time had by all. So back I, to the mines with you. you. <laughs> to so, the mines, you. Go. So the part where I so totally emotionally checked out, and by the way, two points to Jackie for getting a quote across on you guys. What? What'd she say? <laughs> she got a quote on me, and the only reason why is because I didn't hear her. What did she say? She definitely said it clear, loud and clear. I didn't, I didn't hear. hear it. She I said, either. "I said, come on in, carnivore." Oh, that was one of your lines. Oh, right. oh good I job, that was Jackie. That's the only one I'm going to be able to good get out. See, I thought that was the name of the dog. I forgot that much of the show. Yeah. So the part was this we're on the moon Nailed it. with a civilization that is technologically advanced so much that they have water tvs and people in white hoods that are there to watch it's it's six, water to watch six channels at once weird. you missed it you didn't see the water tv yeah they, they they monitor all of earth by watching at least six channels <laughs> they don't even have like telemundo on there or anything like that they're just watching the bad things that happen it's not important 84 on the weather channel <laughs> exactly right <laughs> martin mcfly jr watching had more channels so what? Here we are on the moon, oh, yeah, yeah. fighting against a powerful inhuman, 
and he decides to Maximus decides to take out Medusa with the same $14 clippers that I use from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, like that was weird. We're going like, to make okay. you look good, what darling. Was this? What? Uh, yeah. Like he doesn't even like pull out a sword and just like hack it yeah, all. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like he just, he just. Not even, not even like Eugene from Tangled Style. He just like, now hold still. And he doesn't like even he use with a, a great clipper clip, guard. So he's like, hey, let me get that. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I don't have a whole lot of hair, and it takes me longer than that to cut my hair off. <laughs> Man, that guy, that's hurting, bro. That's uh, He's doing more tearing than cutting at this point, unless it is some kind of like futuristic moon clipper, in which case, why doesn't he use it on his scraggly beard face? Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of bothered me, too. There's just a lot of weird patchy. Wait, you got bothered by his beard, EJ? Yes, because yes, it's patchy. Obviously, he needs to work on patchy. that. It's patchy. It's patchy. Apparently, your beard is not. Apparently, your beard doesn't bother me. His Steven. inhuman ability was not to grow luscious facial hair. <laughs> and that's what he just didn't know. But wait, wait a minute. Second. Wait if a he minute. didn't have an inhuman ability, why didn't he go to the body? That was the problem. That, and that's what the guy in the mind said is that he's the only reason you're not down here is because your brother is black bolt. Wait a minute. So you to the mines you <laughs> to the go. Mines you go. Wait, if his if his power is not being able to grow a beard, am I an inhuman? <laughs> <laughs> you're a Neff. Neff, you're the the most inhuman of all. Jessica? Oh god. What did they say was the cost of that rover? The 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 what? The eight, rover? 8 million dollars. 80 million dollars. 80 million. All right. 80 million dollars. In 1971, the Apollo lunar rover cost NASA 38 million yeah, $38 million. Okay. Half adjusted price. for inflation in 2000, 2017, that adjusts for inflation $230 million. Well, here's the be, uh, the better okay. question. So, it's actually Why a really good deal. Why do we need to explore the moon? We've been there. You take rock we tables. Have satellite. They were exploring the side that we see. So, it's someone, not like... Someone <laughs> didn't on the see Transformers side. 3. Yeah. You, including everybody. Everybody. You've got nobody, to have something on movie. the moon. <laughs> but this is the thing. The, the thing gets destroyed, and she's like, that looks like a hoof. Why would that be the first thing that you would think would destroy I it? Because wow. I didn't think that. That looks like I'm, a hoof. I knew it I, was a I thought it was the dog. <laughs> that looked like a hoof. I thought it was a rock. I just want to randomly just go, to the mines you go. To the mines you go. Like, like that, I just want to say that now. Like, you guys are talking, and I'm just like, man, I just want to wait for my moment to say it. To the mines. That's it. We're done with the no more quotes. that was just one that. of these quotes. Just that. No more so, quotes. We don't have so, to. Wait, wait. I just want to insert that into random parts of movies. So, like, you have the seven dwarves are walking. You just put some guy. You got the will. To the mines you go. The Wilhelm scream and to the mines you yes. go. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. To the mines you go. Put it, put it to one of the seeds of da, Donkey da, da, Kong Country da, da. game. No, the no. To the mines you go. You gotta suck some helium before you say it. To the mines, to the mines you go. I see a Nog video coming real soon, guys. That would, that'll go viral. We uh, welcome to the Nerdy Guy Cast. We're gonna insert bad lines from Inhumans oh, into good yes. movies. Oh, yes. So, what about That's like a, a, good it's, idea. A, it's a it's a movie with like submarines and they're trying to get through a minefield? No, no, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. <laughs> to, to the, the mines. mines you go. <laughs> I want uh, to touch it. <laughs> you put it. You put it in uh, in Lord of the Rings when they go into the mines of Mora. To the mines <laughs> you go. go. I'm telling you, you guys are taking the Write this down. Write it down. Make it happen. Oh, that boy, is hilarious. I don't think we need to write it down. It's going to be played audibly yeah. so that way everyone can hear it. <laughs> All right. Oh so, uh, so out of uh, let's just say out of uh, 10, 10 out of ten or one out of ten, where are we on the Inhumans? It was. Can we go negative? It, 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 it was a, a zero. 
until to the minds you go. And now it's a seven. Hashtag to the minds you go. Yeah, that line alone. To the minds you go. And I can't not point as I say it. You sound like the guy from Battlefield Earth, John Travolta's character. Watch, go back and watch, because it was it's a tall, gray-haired man, and he's standing in the middle of the crowd yes. when he says that, which is funny, because at the end of the episode, Maximus goes to readdress the same people, and the same guy is standing in the same exact position. He's got a very you know, distinctive face. Um, I'm so, just imagining like a little kid sitting next to him like, Jeez, Grandpa, come on. <laughs> you yell just that every single every week. Time. He's not right. He's not right in the head. You should hear his, his alarm when he wakes up in the morning. Guys, guys I'm, 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 I'm going to give it one point, though, for the cool scene with the dude with the tattoo face. Karnak. Uh, yeah. Karnak, that, 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 that little cool. fight scene was cool, so I'm going to give it a one out of ten. Now, I'm going to keep watching it because I know they're oh, only in no. it for one season. I know that. I know it's got to be fine. to bring the mind guy back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every week. He, he was behind the whole thing. I want him to have his own spinoff. <laughs> you and your patchy beard are done here. The only to way, the minds you go. The only way, the only way that would have been a 10 out of 10 is if it was Stan Lee. Oh, oh to the minds awesome. you go. No, I Excelsior. still stand by because Stan Lee could have pulled off to the minds you go. <laughs> I don't think, cool. I think I, to I, the minds. I don't think it was that high pitched. I think you're making it <laughs> to as the we go. Minds you go. <laughs> it sounds like a Jiminy Glick on us there. <laughs> it's time to go to the minds. <laughs> now you sound the guy. It's this, nice down there. You sound like the guy. It's like I was telling, I was telling Bobby De Niro in time. I was going to the. I was going to. I was in the. I was thinking oh, the mind. I'm gonna go. I can't breathe. To the mind. I can't breathe. You sound like the guy from um. Good time. Independence Day. <laughs> to the mind. To the minds you go. Harvey Firestorm. Harvey Firestorm. To the minds you go. One time. One time. One time. I look. It was. I don't know if it was on my newsfeed or something like that today, but it popped up. I think like a year ago that you posted on our private staff page that he was going to be playing the mother in Hairspray. And I don't know why you. I don't know why you posted this, but my comment to it was. Is this what our show is about now? And Jessica was like, well, there's a lot of people that are nerdy about a lot of different things, and this is perfectly fine because a lot of nerds that I know are theater and... Ba- I'm just like, shut it, up, Jessica. It's I just want to tell doing, you shut up right now in front of everyone. because we were doing independent... <laughs> Sorry, there was a perfect moment. David! <laughs> That's what we were doing. Wait, we were is it Harvey Feinstein? Fire... I think... Didn't Firestein? I think it's Firestein. Uh-huh. I think it's Firestein. He's, 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 he's in... It's called um, my mother. It's called my lawyer. Have you guys ever heard Harvey Weinstein of the Weinstein Brothers talk? He sounds just like that. I don't know. What about Truman Capone? Cody doing, doing We're taking to the a mind. strong to the nope. mind, Zuka. Is that how he talks? Yeah. How do we even go. know? Okay, stop. We're done. <laughs> to the mind. This is taking a strong, <laughs> strong like Mr. Bill. Oh, it's no. been like you're going, minutes. Minutes. You're, you're going more to like minds, you go. Tiny Tim. Oh, no. like, Tiptoe through the minds oh, and here on Atalan with the <laughs> humans. <laughs> this is like its own mini segment. Like, this whole segment just needs to be. Here's what's gonna happen. Hello, future is Tony. Tony's gonna look at the red time of this episode. It's gonna be like two and a half hours, and he's gonna listen to the two of the I'm minds gonna you cut go, this whole part like, out. This is not nearly as funny when it happened. <laughs> yeah. It's just Steven over and over going, To the minds you go higher and higher pitched each time. Every time it. you do it, it sounds a little to the minds you go, to the minds you go. Alright, we're stuck in the loop again. Stop. <laughs> People listen to us. Oh, by the uh, end of the episode, my. only dogs will be able to hear it. <laughs> Lockjaw will come down here from Adelan. 
We need to find okay. We need to find that actor and tweet him, and maybe he will talk to us. You know? Dude, he gets all the best roles yeah, in Hollywood. Man. You know what? It all he gets on like t- like some kind of like talk show. You He's, know, uh, you know. Jim, I want to see him start. on Inside the Actor's Studio. Oh so what God. was uh your, what was your motivation you, when you were? You know, I was just let's, thinking. Let's I want to send him your, to the mines. Let's discuss your oeuvre. So you know, I was thinking uh, if I was an old man and I wanted somebody to go to the mines, would what would I say? And how would I say that? So I obviously said. So I practice in you, the mirror. Could you could you uh, do us a sample of your work, sir? To the mines you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thunder, thunderous applause from the standing. Truly, ovation. truly, <laughs> the work of a pure genius. There's a middle-aged white lady weeping, having tears. <laughs> a masterpiece. Of the small screen. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm writing a, I'm writing a movie about a, a warden. Can you please play the warden? Oh I want that gosh. guy to be at MegaCon next year. I want his I'm dressing him. That's my cosplay. <laughs> he's, he's at MegaCon. His booth that says, mine guy from it. <laughs> he's got a sign. <laughs> Cosplayers have signs that just say, to the mines you go. Oh, EJ, that's your next painting you got to do. It's just oh. that. <laughs> I'm going to do it, too. We, we're, Dude, I'm, just I'm skinny's man. And he's all I'm doing it. I want, I want a shirt with that at least on it. Like, the mines you go. Oh, all right. Yes. I'd, buy, I'd buy a t shirt. Yeah. I would buy I'd that buy shirt. shirt. I'd wear it. All right. We're going to. We'll make that happen. Nerdigodcast.com. Buy your To the Minds You Go t-shirt. We'll have Steven autograph it for you. We can't can't talk about Jesus tonight because we talked about the mind guy for half an hour. Are there any minds in the Bible? So isn't it great? To the Mayans you go. To the Mayans? We're going to Mexico. I think think you're thinking of the uh, the Book of Mormon. Uh, Different story. All right, so Doctor Strange to the switching mines. switching gears to the uh, the other show that came out, which we now have about thirty seconds to talk about. <laughs> Star Trek Discovery. It was good. Moving on. <laughs> well, were there any mines in Star Trek Discovery? Oh my gosh! If anyone says the word mine again, <laughs> there is. I'm gonna stop. Jessica them. has a. a pen in her hand Ours. and it's from the air force she's going to why does wait why, why do air force pens are they more deadly can i have this yes a military precision only, only when thrown at that only when thrown at people why can i have it because it's mine okay <laughs> <laughs> she said if i hear mine one more time Duh, steven oh steven has two speeds yawning or drunk <laughs> oh my goodness oh, she she like, and i'll do it again and to her defense she did warn you so, oh, yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Well, you Nick, you are a Star Trek guy. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about your impressions of Star Trek Discovery. You watched the first two episodes, right? Yes. Which I is which is really it. just the prelude to the actual show. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, What'd you it, like about it? Just about everything, really. <laughs> oh, wow. It he was felt, geeking out. It go? felt like a Star Trek yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt more like the uh, the movies. The movies, right? You know why? Because That's of the good. lens flares. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, uh, I said the same thing. I was looking for J.J. Abrams angles. in the credits. There was even some some parts in the 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 audio, like in the the soundtrack, that seemed like they were gonna go a little Michael Giacchino on us. Yeah, even the title, the thing it had, it had that feel. The classic Star Trek feel to right. it. Well, one thing I liked about the the intro, like the title cards, is when they get to the point where it says based on characters in the universe created by Gene Roddenberry, they played the original Star Trek theme yeah. briefly right well, there. See, if I was if I was a studio, and I think that's why they, they went more with like the lens flare look, if I was a studio, I would go for a show. If I was going to make a Star Trek show, I'd make it look like the new movie. It looked like a movie. Because it looked like a movie, not like any Star like, Trek like show the newer that come before. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like if Even, I was, because the people, more audiences out there mm-hmm. know... 
pro- besides the actual like tried and true Trek fans would know the movies. There's a wider audience for the ones who know all three of the movies than just the just the show. And you say all three of the movies, and by that you mean the, the all, Abrams. Th- all 13 of the movies. And don't say there's a wider audience that just jumped into a 50-year-old franchise in the past well, no, you know, no, no, five no. years, but, because there's a wider audience. And you have to remember, they're, they're selling this on a premium pay channel. I know. That people who just it. scrolled in, the people that just scrolled in in the J.J. Abrams movies are not going to pay $6 a month just to watch Star Trek. But the, old, the older Star Trek movies are, not that they're only for the fans, but... The more, the newer ones are very blockbuster and more like wider audiences would see that movie because it looks more like a space action. And I can agree with that. This that, one, this so, looks like a movie. And that's what I'm saying. I think they would go for the same look because I think more people went to go see these outside of the Trek fans. So I think they would try to appeal appeal to both Trek fans and the ones who saw the movies by making it more like the new movies. Did anybody else watch this? Did you guys see? I did. Discovery. No. What, what do you think about the look of it, Steven? It definitely looks like uh, like the the new Bad Robot production. What uh, what about it looks like that in your in your opinion? It's the it's the colors that they use. It's the hue that they use. The lens flares, obviously, but also some of the angles. They they use they've used a little bit of like a Dutch angle, like they would do because and like almost now, like now for those. You're talking, yeah, I don't, you're I don't talking know what a Dutch talking. angle. Is. I, don't I was about to explain it. About. Okay, all right. A Dutch a angle slant. is like it's like a slanted. It's like a, I'm. They use it a lot in the Batman, like nineteen sixty six Batman uh-huh. show, but it's just it's a slightly like slanted shot. So uh-huh. it's like where the camera is like looking up at an angle, but the angle is also not perfect. It's kind of slanted. And is that to like show? Like, yeah, I the, noticed the that immense too. nature of it's it's just a different shot. Okay. Well, also in here, I mean, you're in the middle of space. There's no up or down in space, so it gives mm, yeah. that quarter, sort of off kilter. That was one that was one of my problems that I had when the the what was the name of the ship in the first one? Shenzhou. The, the Shenzhou. I thought it was and the Klingon bird of prey. They're they're nose to nose. That was something you didn't see a lot in mm. the in the Abrams and the bad robot ones where they they kind of came at each other mm-hmm. from different angles. But I will now, tell you I, this: when that bird of prey uncloaked. How bad was that bird of prey? Does it look good? <laughs> it looks That's good. A, the coolest <laughs> ship I've seen in a long it's time. It's the coolest ship I've seen in a long time. No, I have a, it was, I'm excited. It was I want, so now bad. I kind of want to watch it. Now, it, now it, I have a it question. It was terrifying looking. Yes. Whoa. I have a question. Because I didn't do any research prior to this. I didn't listen to about it. I purposely kept myself away yeah, from it, it so me, I can go Me too. In. Where is this supposed to take place in the Star Trek timeline? Just like go ahead, Nick. Decade. Mm-hmm. Or it's yeah, about ten years before, before, before uh, the original before, series. Before the original series, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have wow. put it. I would have put it kind of correspond in the same uh, in the same time frame as the original series. Well, Just based on so the things like the 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 the, uh, the communicators and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But also and, and, the the, thing, and the phasers. And I well, mine mine wasn't even that. It was the the uh, the beef with the Klingons. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, hang on, Nick. Go ahead. Uh, even the ships that they look like they're because whenever all all of them come in. They're all the same class, and it oh. was uh, similar to the. I haven't ship. seen the second episode, so I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm not worried about that. But I was just—I um, didn't, I didn't know that. But they are—they're all. Um, I forgot the name of the class, but uh, there's an episode in uh, Next Generation where they have—they're stuck in a time loop, mm-hmm. and the the ship comes out of the time loop with them. Yeah, it's. Is that the one the with Mor- Morgan Bateman? Right, with uh, he was uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, the Bozeman. Um, yeah, yeah, the Very Bozeman. Good. good job, Jessica. Um, She's learning. The, that was the same class ship as the ones that are in the show. Well, but Discovery. but but more but Bateman that was um movie era Star Trek. I mean, not yeah. to say that it couldn't have been a thirty year old ship or whatever, 
But uh, that I was. I think they. I think they said it was like an eighty-year-old ship. But yeah, maybe because when. It, but no, no, not from from the perspective of when, oh, yeah, when yeah, he yeah, would have been you. on it, because the uniform he was wearing was similar to the uniform that they wore around uh, Wrath of Khan. So yeah, 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 okay. So this is set before the well, original. It's it's in the original universe. It's in the original. The it has well, to be. I, for, no, I don't the, want to like spoil anything, but there's something that you see that that is definitely has to be at least in the, in the similar timeline. Well. I'll go ahead and say it. What's the okay. name of the new this, timeline? There's, there's a spoiler Kelvin. thing. There's a spoiler Kelvin. thing here. Uh, the 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 main character, uh, Michael, is her name. She she was raised or she she grew up on Vulcan and was mm. tutored by Sarek. Yes. So mm. she seems to be a peer of who is Spock's, Spock's father. father. Who That's yeah. cool. So she is definitely within a few years of Spock age wise. And she would know Spock, or at least she know would of know Spock. Spock. Yeah. Um. That's that was basically what made me think it was around the same. But time. But you're right because they would not. Uh, and I don't remember how they did in the in the Abrams universe if they knew who Klingons were because Uhura was able to interpret Klingon the Klingon language. But they hadn't seen Klingons in a while. But they hadn't seen Klingons in a while. Uh, so it's it's in that window. Yeah. Yeah, and then like I think one thing I did appreciate is a like star date, blah, 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 blah. Or, on Earth, on Earth, May eleventh, so, yeah. so it's like May eleventh, two or whatever. So it's yeah. like we haven't heard a single, Kling- we haven't some about Klingons in two hundred and forty years. I'm like, is that this year? Like, is that like are they trying to say 2017 was when we discovered Klingons? Well, according to the, uh, the Star Trek lineage, it would have been the '90s that we would have uh, they, that we had the eugenics war. So it had been the first part of the 21st century. First contact that Zephram Cochran created the. Phoenix, the warp drive, and interacted the, mm-hmm. with the Vulcans. The dude from Road Warrior. But the dude from Babe. Oh, oh that's right. Never mind. Yeah, gotta, so, gotta, gotta, yeah that was just my question. I figured it was around that time because I know next gen there's a piece with the Klingons. So. Yeah, but that happened That that happened because of the Praxis moon exploding in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Mm-hmm. Tony, your nerd is showing. I like the one with plus, the whales. Plus, Next Generation <laughs> happens like almost 100 years after this. So. Yeah, I think it's, Next Gen is like 70, 78 years or something like that after the, yeah, the yeah, original. Yeah, during the 24th century. Yeah. Because, Everybody's old. And because uh, Bones is on the and, and encounter at Farpoint, and he's like 120 years or something like yeah. that. Ooh, yeah, and he's slightly cool. racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no <laughs> points on Emia's boy, but you sound <laughs> like, like a Vulcan. Vulcan. And the Bones became an old Southern gentleman somehow. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was really good. I, again, I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't understand why in every incarnation they always have to cling, change the way Klingons look. Yeah. I mean, they, they look very <laughs> orcish. They look very they, much so. Yeah. They look yeah. different in the original series, and then they changed them. Well, in the, the original series, they didn't, they look like people. Uh, they look like people, but in the, and and they explained that away. They did ex- uh, eventually yes, explain on that. that Deep Space Nine, but right? yeah, but you had in the motion picture, and then as they went on there, they gave them more pronounced brows, and that's the way it stayed through it's next the most generation and all that. Yeah, and then you went back in the Abrams universe to when you saw them in uh, Into Darkness, and they mm-hmm. look different again there. And in the the deleted I think they scene, look closest from, on like the, the Abrams one, this one looked very similar. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing. But they did. They look. They look like orcs. They like, look like urukai or something. Yeah, I'm like, where's your white handprint? Yeah, <laughs> they're the first thing you see, and I'm just like, I'm assuming that's a Klingon, but it kind of doesn't look like a Klingon. So, and they're like, they say, we are Klingon, and then everyone says, we are Klingon. And, but that, they say Klingon. and that goes back to familiarity with the newer movies. I think, like I said, especially the younger, the very younger audience who are gonna. Who have seen all the um, the newer J.J. Abrams universe? It's movies. weird to me that when you, when you say younger audience, I have a hard time attaching younger and Star Trek. I know, but that's the thing. Like all, I mean, he's like, talking about people like me. Okay. Yeah. I, or well, well, actually, like even because like people Jessica's age or even Steven's age would be 
which isn't that much of a difference. But uh, they grew up watching like Next Generation type stuff. I didn't stuff. grow up watching. Yeah, because when, no, like, when, like, when did it start? Next Generation Next Generation started the year I was born. 87. Yeah. Oh. It was the 80s. Really? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it ended in what? 90, 94. 94. So what was the last it show? started what? the year she was born, ended the year I was four. Enterprise? When, when did that come out? 2000s. Early 2000s. Oh, yeah. well, that, Voyager. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, like, I mean, I'm not forgetting it. He said the one's the last one that came out oh, was Enterprise. Well, it's like, yeah. like I never forget Voyager. People that are like Kate, Golgru- Kate Mulgrew and her annoying voice. Yeah, because I was I, I was a kid and my Mr. mom would watch Enterprise to the mines with yeah. you. Tony, how <laughs> me and my uncle watched the next <laughs> to the generation. The you go. Too young or next generation. Yeah, my, I was okay. A Tony, kid how old how old is your son? Yeah. My, my son's 15. And has he seen all all three Star Trek movies? Yes, he has. Okay, that's different because he's Tony's son. How is it? Son. Yeah. But yeah. what's to say other... I mean, I started watching... Also- so the big blockbuster movie, these these big Star Trek movies, the remakes, the, the reboots, whatever you want to call them... They still appeal. Uh, if they didn't appeal to Star Trek fans of the originals, they wouldn't have had so they wouldn't have so carefully integrated the two universes by having Spock Prime and whatnot yeah, in there. they wouldn't have cared. Yeah, and, still- and you can tell the difference between... Compare the amount of action figures that you see for Star Wars and lunchboxes you see for Star Wars and backpacks you see for Star Wars wars with the same for star trek it's a hundred to zero uh, it just it, that they don't oh, exist yeah, they're not making star trek toys yeah. they're making star trek collectibles mm-hmm. yeah. and and because the, mm-hmm. the the adult collector the adult people are the ones that are more consumers of, of star trek it just that's the way it is star trek doesn't move at at a, at a pace that fine even jj abrams when he did it he brought it up to date but it still felt like star trek um, you know, it always felt like watching the watching the older ones and watching the J.J. Abrams movies. It feels like it's bigger and more fast. To me, it felt more fast paced. I mean, you can argue the same thing for Star Wars Episode Seven and Rogue One compared to A New Hope. Do Do you think I mean, it's that, just the timing that they were made? Do you think? Did book. you see Discovery? No. Okay, so you can't speak to this. But did you guys find that Discovery was faster paced? And yes. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, uh, definitely then, because I'm in the first season of Next Generation, and it's hard for me to finish it because it's slow-paced. This one, it was I watched it late at night, so I felt the time drag a little bit, but mostly because I, I was tired. But at one point, I like paused. I'm like, oh, I only have eight minutes left of this episode. Like, I didn't feel like – I still feel like I had, like, half the episode to go because it was moving faster. Yeah. Is it on and Netflix? It, no. No, you a, have to get their, like, CBS mm. streaming service. You can, you can get it for a week for free. Well, yeah. the gen. You're talking about the next gen. Oh, oh, Next, Next Generation's Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That those. You, I, think I don't think you are. could handle Next Generation. No, yeah. I think no. you'd, you'd no, you could, I promise you, you could not. No. Um, but I liked the design. I liked the ship design. Uh, you, you compared it a lot to the Abrams universe, uh, but I found it very, very different because it looked more like the Next Generation cinematic universe where everything was dark and subdued. Well, I haven't the, seen the, the movies for Next Gen, no, so I, that's I'm, my closest I'm comparison. saying comparing it to like the way that the bridge is, very dark and cinematic looking, as opposed to the Abrams one was very bright and white and, mm. and it looked it looked like an Apple store, mm-hmm. but this one looked yeah. looked a lot more dark and and you know yeah. militaristic. So just an, an interesting comparison there. I love the the bridge aliens, you know the ones that were on, yeah. on the deck. Like I, I, I do that, that Daft Punk guy with the oh, robot yeah. head, cool looking. That's like Red Alert, and his whole thing turns. Yeah, red. that was really cool. I like that. I thought they did a really really good job. The one thing that I had I don't want to say beef with was I wasn't sure the direction they were taking the Klingons there because they did they made them more like or like orcs. Um, even with the the torches that were around in their chamber and like putting the sarcophagus all around the 
the the encompassing of the of the ship. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're very. Uh, to me, it seems very shamanistic. Yeah, and that's that was exactly my thought because the Klingons. Uh, Star Trek's always been kind of a mirror of our times, mm-hmm. and originally oh, yeah. the whole deal in the '60s was you have this Cold War with and and Klingons were like Russians. Mm-hmm. Klingon and and you always had that even through when you went through the the undiscovered country in Star Trek Six, right around the time of the fall of the the the, the Berlin Wall, mm-hmm. and the, they're making a sort of an uneasy sort of peace. So as as we're going into that with our longtime enemies from you know back in the day, and we're kind of going into this undiscovered country of this uneasy peace, they're doing the same thing in the Star Trek universe, which was really kind of a cool thing. Um, now <coughs> we're going back, and these Klingons don't seem like Russians. Uh, they seem more like I don't know, like Egyptians or mm-hmm. you know Aztecs yeah. or something. Yeah, they're definitely very ancient. Yeah. yeah. So I did, and uh, when they had the funeral, yeah, I, I was like, can you imagine like going to a funeral that was, you know, that was something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everyone goes, it. ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, a second. can I have that in my funeral? <laughs> I'm, ima- I'm just imagining somebody who's not watching this, listen- listening to it, and they hear the description. <laughs> I think we're just like, <laughs> There's a hovering sarcophagus, <laughs> it like uh, and it's very, very Egyptian looking, yeah. and it just kind of floats off. And they, mm. and, but they, they cur- surround the the uh, hull of their ship wow. with the bodies of their fallen soldiers. Oh, very that's, strange. That's kind of cool. Yeah, really strange. So as more on at the same time. Yeah, See, but as, so as more of them die in battle, the stronger the ship becomes. But I do like their references to the mythology of Kalas, which goes back to I mean, even like Next Generation, where they had Kalas was sort of the the Christ figure of the Klingon Empire. I need to watch. I'm like now that this show has come out and how good it sounds. Like yeah, the way you guys are making it sound, I really want to go back and watch all the Star Trek episodes. But there's so many to We've got about 600 of them. So. 700. Whoa. You can. Here's yeah, the thing. Lot. You can probably get away with just Whoa. watching the original series, and watching next, the original series movies, next gen. Well, I've next seen gen. all the original series movies. And, here, and here I am. I can't watch Lost because of all the episodes. 700, that's a lot. That's a lot of Star Trek. Even the Shatner movie I've seen. With the Shatner uh, 5? Five. <sighs> all Shatner, all day, all the time. Not good. Not good. Written, so, directed, so then, so out, Still better than Inhuman. So out of 10, <laughs> for those of you guys that have seen Discovery, what do you give it out of 10? Compared to the one or two that we gave Inhumans. Nine. Not a nine. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yes. See, I would have said like a seven and a half. Okay. No. Jessica? I would say nine. Nine? That's mm-hmm. strong. I mean, uh, I'm not even a real... I mean, I started watching with the, the new movies, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed this. I would give it a I would give it a seven and a half eight uh, I, for what it was I would give it a nine but for how it fits into the whole the bigger part picture of the universe I still need to give it a little more time so I'm gonna yeah. give it a little margin of error um, it's weird that they have like the uniforms are strange they don't really match to any part of Star Trek that I'm familiar with they're, they're a little bit too modern for Enterprise but they're not uh, modern enough for original series it's 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 strange they don't have the colors of the uniform they have like the weird like metallic piping and um, it looks cool. It just looks a little anachronistic for continuity of Star Trek. But I'm going to give it a chance. It looks really good. Um, I, I don't know. Nick, we're going to need to uh, watch it together if you're paying that subscription fee because I don't have five ninety nine a month in me to watch Star Trek. I'll just wait till the Blu-ray <laughs> comes bar, in. Me too. Let's all get together weekly and then we can video blog about it. There you go. It. There That's you go. It. It, it's a It's an expense now. It's a ministry expense. Good job, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So those are our recommendations for our review times two. Um, we we are almost out of time tonight. Yeah. Um, so out of time. <laughs> to the no, mind, thanks to the thank mind you, guy. Stephen. <laughs> I'm sorry. A Thirty that minute was tangent. Gold. Listen, well, at least we got a Bible game in. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> 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 Very little actual ministry happening here. 
Um, I, I do want to take a quick second. EJ, you and I had a, a very fast text message conversation yesterday, yeah. and uh, we're not, we're not going to have the time to fully flesh out mm-hmm. the conversation you wanted, but because of the timeliness of it, man, I just want to see if you would share a little bit, and we can we can just sort of add on um, our, our thoughts real quick, man. What, what, what was it that you, you mentioned yesterday? Share with everybody if you don't mind. Uh, well, really, and, and I'll let uh, allow Neff also to kind of speak, so I'll try to be really, really brief, but we, we're just kind of having a conversation, Neff and I, um, just in regards to the shooting at... Uh, at Las Vegas. And I'll let Neff expound on this because I like the way he broke it down. But we were talking about villains in regards to, you know, villains in comic books and villains in real life. And I guess almost like the motive behind what people do and, and yeah. just kind of trying to delve into what the Bible talks about evil. And, and, you know, I know that we don't have time to really, you know, get into it and, and dig deep. But I, I know that uh, Neff had brought up a good point about some comic book characters um, and motives and then just kind of how it can relate or how a conversation can be had about people that in real life are evil and are, and are willing to do very heinous things um, because that, you know, what happened in Las Vegas uh, Sunday. And as we record this, it's Tuesday. So yeah, the, the, the story really broke uh, about a day ago for yes. us. So it just really, it, it impact. I mean, it impacted a lot of us. I mean, everybody, of course. Um and so I remember I was just talking to Neff, and but go ahead, Neff. I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, the way I saw it, I, I was thinking about it. I was talking to EJ, and we were talking about villains, and um, I, I, I we were talking about comparing uh, what happened in Orlando last year with the Pulse uh, shooting. On Monday, I remember sitting in my car watching uh, on Snapchat. There was a lot of snaps that people were taking while the shooting was happening, and it was just heartbreaking watching those people run and try to find safety and try to find each other in the crowd and talking about one loved ones that they had who had gone down and it really I started crying right there it was that because I mean it, it reminded me of the pulse shooting where I was scared because I didn't know who was involved and living in Orlando you don't know if any of your loved ones were there but at the same time it was a situation where this could happen to anybody. I mean, like anybody. And, and yeah. because there's such a wide range of people affected by it, and there were so many people there, yeah. like it's just scary thinking about it. And it, it was terrifying to see. And I felt so bad for those people there. And and it, it, it really brought out a lot of sympathy for me. And I'm not trying to make it about me at all. But... It's one of those things where you want to do something, but all you can do is look and see while it's happening. Even even after it's happened, you know, like, because it was the day after, so what was going on was still going on. People were still, and people still right now are in the hospital yeah. affected by this thing. And people are still looking for their family and friends that were there, and they don't know where they are, whether they were hit, whether they died, whether they're in the hospital, they can't find them. And it's just been... It's tough looking at that, especially because we, we as a country, like to be united when, when it comes to this kind of thing. And being so, being so far away, it feels like we're helpless to help. And that's what made one of the toughest things is to look at this situation and, and see these videos and being like, I, I, can't, I can't do anything to stop it. And, and it wasn't like something, I put, like all the reports say that it wasn't telegraphed by the, by the shooter that he was going to do these things. And it's like, I wish I could have done something, but I can't. And like I said, I'm not trying to make about me. It's just one of the situations where you feel helpless. 
when you really want to to do whatever you can to to bring some kind of peace to the situation that's so chaotic. How helpless are you, really? Well, what could you do? Give blood. Yeah, I was going to say there's yeah. been a lot of uh, blood donors from all mm-hmm. over the country have been have been doing that. That's just that. That's, that's and we remember when, we, when we had the nightclub shooting in Orlando. Yeah. That was they, they were turning people away because mm-hmm. they, they just couldn't receive the mm-hmm. the big yeah. thing. That is a way that you can do it, you know. Uh, but but realistically, as a believer, you know, there there's got to be something that empowers us to respond in moments like this through our faith. Yeah. That that becomes more significant or more impactful. Uh, than just what any ordinary person could do uh, with, through the love of God. What do you think that that leads us to? And I'm not trying to diminish the uh, your ability to communicate this through the lens of comic books or video games or, or, or nerdy things, but uh, it just seems that, that boiling that down to, uh, well, this is just like that one issue of Superman mm-hmm. or something like that no, just no, really you. trivializes it uh, right. yeah, quite a bit. I mean, that's what I was going to say. It's like, the, the big biggest difference between that is those are things that people thought of and thought that would be a good idea let me make sure this bad guy does it and the other side is is this actually happened mm-hmm. and people are actually going through this and, and, and so, no one no one swoops in and, and whisks someone off to Arkham yeah. and we right. you know and saves the day I think that's part of the reason why people are drawn to comic books and stories and, and love a, a good ending is because our world unfortunately has a lot of bad endings a lot of sad endings a lot of unhappy endings so when we see that stuff it gives us hope uh, but in the light of a tragedy like this something so heinous something so uh hate-filled the, the reality is it's not so much um of like what can we do it's the biggest problem is it's all of it is derived is driven by sin I mean, the nightclub shooting that was sin. This past shooting was sin. Was sin. All of like the bad stuff in the world. The root of it is sin, and the, really the only thing that not I'm not saying the only thing we can do, but the thing that comes to mind that we can do other than prayer and uh, trying to do what we can physically, even whether it's giving blood or or giving monetarily to to help with a cause to help with recovery, is really, really, really leading on on Jesus and and being able to reach out to people to help people to help people receive Jesus to rid to get rid of sin because Jesus is the only one that can that can defeat sin and every all of these issues the root of them is sin and I think and what's funny is our pastor spoke about that briefly on Sunday morning uh, before the shooting ever happened and it was about other issues but the the issue is still the root of it's still the same it's still sin And, and it, it really is. And, and there's something, I think, that as believers that we have power over sin, Satan, and evil. We have the ability to uh, speak life proactively. And it, it just seems like anymore the frequency with which these things happen is so alarming. Yeah. Not only in our country yeah. where we see, uh, I mean, it was only a few years ago that there was the shooting in, in California at the, uh, mm-hmm. the office, San Bernardino, yeah, San Bernardino mm-hmm. and then, and then you have it happening in, uh, the, the pulse nightclub here in Orlando. You, you have it. Ha- I mean, go, we go back Sandy to Sandy Hook, Hook. Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. And, and these or things are happening to the, to the, uh, to the, the Columbine, the, to the movie theater, the, the little Amish, the little, the little yeah. Amish school. I mean, all these things wow. are happening here in our country. It was a Virginia tech and, 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 People raise, you know, and social media blows up, not with people saying, let's have sympathy, let's have love, let's unite, but with, look, we were right the whole time. Uh, Guns are bad. If you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have them. And everybody takes a side and rallies to their own cry of we were right instead of how can we be righteous instead yes. of just trying to be right. And and that's where Christians have to stand 
no matter what your politics are, no matter what your your left right somewhere in the middle ends up, we all have to be on team Jesus and walk in in an extension of love and support and compassion whether you're a country music fan or not uh, going yeah. back to the to the nightclub shooting in Orlando if you support homosexuality or you believe it's a sin it doesn't matter people are people whom God loves so mm-hmm. much that he sent his only son yeah. into the world to die for them so when we see a loss of life we have to have sympathy for those people yeah. someone sent their their mom or their dad someone sent their their son or their daughter to a to a concert to listen to music and have a good time and they're gone now and they won't yeah. get to see them again and if we can't have sympathy for that then how calloused and how desensitized are we and and how and, and does that make us every bit the villains as, as the shooter in our own way we have to be moved by these things. And, and, and I, I would even challenge us, and we'll go back to the way we open the show, and I said it in, a, in a, a lightly teasing way about the movies you guys watched. We have to be cautious because, now let, let's just say that you're a Christian, and you, I, I'm, I'm, immediately when you take a, a stance like this, you, you're a hypocrite, so it just is what it is. So I, I'll, I'll take full-on hypocr- hypocrisy labeling. But let's just say that you play an M-rated video game. Or you go see an R-rated movie or a movie that, that's based on violence. You like superhero movies, so we'll pick on your, your Deadpool instead of your Spider-Man. Okay, we'll pick on, we'll pick on Deadpool. We'll pick on a video game um, <clears throat> that, that's a shooting-based video game. And, and I'll go to the extreme here with, your, with a Grand Theft Auto-type game or, or, or anything along those lines where killing and, and callousness and insensitivity is, is sort of the thing. It, murder is celebrated and mm. aggrandized and, mm. um, and, and put on, on glorious display for yeah. the entertainment of the people that watch. Now, I'm not saying that movies are causative of these things, but they certainly do desensitize us. Yeah. I'm not going to go back to, well, what kind of music was this guy listening to? What kind of, yeah. did he have rap music in his, in his iPad or, you know, or, or what kind of video game? This guy was in his sixties, right? So yes. I'm pretty sure it wasn't yeah. video yeah. games that, yeah. that led yeah. him down the wrong road. I wasn't like he was playing Wolfenstein and all of a sudden he just decided to go on a shooting spree. But we as Christians monetarily, emotionally and vocally support culture that desensitizes people to that sort of thing. Yeah. Not even desensitizes people to the point that they get a, automatic weapons and go on a balcony and shoot people down, but desensitizes us to the fact that we're not pricked uh, in our hearts to and, and moved to action when we hear these things happening. Hmm. A- even when they happen at home, even less when we hear about a subway bombing in, in the UK or yeah. when we hear about a, a, a nightclub stabbing in France or when we hear about someone drives a bus filled with explosives into an ice cream parlor in Iran rack or whatever it might be you know we hear these things all the time and yet we put our blinders up and we go well isn't that a shame or we'll change our facebook filter for just a moment and put a flag over top of our picture and then we move on you know we we lean on that well you're in my thoughts and prayers and we do nothing we do nothing which relegates us to a, a useless impotent church and i think it just falls back to the fact that we are we the children of god are desensitized we are as desensitized as the culture is and not that prayer isn't important but certainly at the same time but but your faith without your works exactly is dead exactly yeah 
I, 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 I talked with a, a friend of mine today. Uh, you guys know Joy, uh, and mm. she's she's a counselor. And we began talking about violence and and the media that we that we are exposed to. And she was telling me big words, big words, prefrontal cortex development, and things like that. I, you know, the stuff that she says. She explained to me when when kids are exposed to foul language, mm-hmm. when when Jessica, when you're mm-hmm. at the the daycare and a kid in your class goes. Bleep, it says something bad. They didn't just know that. Yeah, they, they picked heard it, up, it somewhere. They picked it and up. They because, thought it was okay. Exactly. And as kids are developing and kids are learning, they absorb the things that they're exposed to, and they normalize them. And and it, it's the same thing. When 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 the, and these statistics have been around forever. But when they, I'm going to make this up. But but you know, when they when kids they say a kid sees sixteen thousand violent deaths by the time they graduate high school, wow. that's a lot yeah mm-hmm. that you you can't be exposed to something that much without that being normalized if you went to mcdonald's i mean everybody here has eaten mcdonald's more mm-hmm. than more than their fair share yeah, yeah. if you were going to go to mcdonald's and order a large fry and they were to give you curly fries you would say something is different here yeah because you because the image of mcdonald's fries the flavor the taste the texture of mcdonald's fries is so normalized for us that something that that's off is off-putting you know it it, it creates a this is strange and that's the thing, like w- to the world, we've become so n- violence and sexual uh, perversion and, and all of the things have become so normalized and not only normal in the way that it's acceptable, kind of like if you live in New York, you're used to the smell of like garbage in the air, mm-hmm. but we actually become consumers of it. It's like we're buying the Glade air freshener, you know, trash and cat pee smell and bringing it home with us. We're, we're not actually just getting acclimated to the things that are out there. We're actively spending money and spending time and consuming these things, which are de- degrading our prefrontal cortex or our hearts. I mean, they're wearing us down. Yeah. And the Bible is like very, very specific about this. In Philippians 4, 8, one of the best verses, man, for me in the Bible, and you guys will know this, it says, Beloved, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's pleasing, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence and anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. That's God telling us that we need to really make, and again, hypocrite right off the gate, but we need to make sure that we're putting good things in our mind so that when bad things happen, we can go, oh man, like this is criminal. Yeah, I, th- I think that's one of the things, um, especially because the shootings have become so like, I don't want to say common, but um, frequent. Like, um, and even even shootings that like, um, that there was a, uh, I believe it was a white supremacist uh, shot up a black church uh, either a year or so ago. And then just recently, someone retaliated. Uh, a black man shot up a white church because, and it was very specifically because of that event. And I, I, it's, it's like one violent act kept on going to another violent act. And then because all the other shootings have happened, it just fell into place and, like a lot of I, I, the only reason I know about that shooting is because I heard it on the radio. If I hadn't heard about it, if I hadn't heard it on the radio, it would have just been something that just happened. Where it shouldn't be something that we just accept as oh another shooting happened. Let's just just waiting for the next one to keep coming, keep coming. Keep and coming. I'm not educated enough about this to really make a, a as solid an opinion as I wish I could. I, I right. wish that I could say something like clever and well thought out 
and and uh, grounded and established. I'm just kind of shooting from the hip here. But we are also victims, we're consumers of this 24-hour news cycle mm-hmm. yeah. where they give us these headlines and they say, watch this, look at this, click here, look at this terrible thing that's happened. And and it's but it's designed it's it's designed like a, a like a phone that has you know once you update the new iOS it's dead and you got to get a new phone. It's designed like to wear out so that you have to purchase a new one. Headlines are designed to show up, blow up and then blow out. Yeah. You know, and it's like, "Oh man, this horrible thing is terrible." And then tomorrow we're going to be talking about Khloe Kardashian's pregnant again. Yeah. yeah. Because they want to just continue giving us things that are going to make us tune into them. And if something terrible happens, great. That's a great news day for them. They love that because that gets the clicks and that gets the ratings and that gets the things like that. And we buy it hook, line, and sinker. And we, we scoot into that kind of thing. I wonder, you know, and this is just uh, just speaking out loud, too. It's like I wonder how the world would look if, even for a day, like a solid day or a solid week, like we just decided – not to allow that to to happen yeah. and we were intentional with just not letting you know another another foul event happen and okay yeah that happened and if we found our own ways to call to action whether it was giving blood or just finding just being very proactive about taking action and I, always erring on the side of action you know? I like that I, I think well uh, like like you were like like where you're going with uh, how we move on to like the next yeah. thing, like especially your example, like moving on from like some bad event happening and then going into like some kind of pop culture news the next yeah. day. I think that shortens the grieving process very much so. Yes, and, and, yeah. and I well think, said. like you said, the sympathy, the sympathetic part of us needs to be strong, and for us to take that much that much more action, I believe that because we cut down that that, that grieving process. It cuts down the amount of caring that that we that we give yeah. about about those situations. And I may be out of line here, but but I'm just going to speculate. In the past 24 hours, while you've been thinking about this, how often have you thought about the people in Puerto Rico who still don't have power? Right. Mm-hmm. Because we've right. moved on. Yeah. We've moved on from that thing. Remember, remember when the hurricane came here and all those people got Florida? How often after that happened were you thinking about the people in Houston? Because they're mm-hmm. still yeah. they're still without homes mm-hmm. because we move on to the next thing. And it, I, I mean, go back go back 15 years. Remember all those people from 9-11? They, mm-hmm. That little girl who lost her dad on September 11th, lo- yeah. her dad's still gone, mm-hmm. and she still hurts. You know, she that little girl who, who who was, you know, five years old then got married this weekend or whatever, and she walked down the aisle without her dad mm-hmm. because somebody was filled with hate and, and mm-hmm. couldn't figure out a better way to walk it out than to fly an airplane into a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't figure out a better way to deal with their own hurt than to hurt other people. And Do- that, that's terrible. Two, two people I went to school with, one of them was actually my sister's friend. Their mom was a flight attendant on one of those planes. Wow. And, you know, I, they live in Tampa now, from last I heard. And, you know, their their mom will never see them get married, will never see her grandkids. You know, she, she didn't get to see them graduate high school or college, all because of hate. Yeah. It, it just blows my mind, you know, because just kind of going also on what you're saying, I was at Wells Fargo pulling out money, and on the ATM it was like, they're 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 collecting Wells Fargo still collecting money for victims from Hurricane Maria, mm-hmm. and I and I'm sitting yeah. here like I'm already on, uh, I'm thinking about Irma. I'm on the like, next thing yeah, yeah like I'm like I we were helping missions team you know created uh, Puerto Rico flags to sell you know like just yeah. Sunday we were in the narthex 
you know, trying to raise funds for, for Irma. A narthex is, the, that's oh, what we yes. call the lobby of our church. Sorry. Yeah. Sounds like a Star uh, Trek word. <laughs> the, in the lobby of our church, you know, selling, you know, flags for, you know, all the proceeds going to help victims in Puerto Rico. And it's, it's just interesting because the there's still people happens. struggling, you know, hurting from Harvey. But mm-hmm. sure. Well, that's the thing. Like, crazy. I, I, even I, like yesterday when EJ and I were talking, I texted him because I had seen his post about the Puerto Rican flag uh, donation thing, the charity thing. And I was like, Hey, I, I realize how important this is. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to give up the, the Puerto Rican, the Puerto Rican or the, or the Houston or even the Florida yeah. flag stuff. I think those things should still be on that list of, of chair of charity uh, paintings. But I think there should still, there should be something for the Las Vegas thing. Like yeah. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to push away the other things because I, I realized how important it is, and especially as a Floridian, realizing how impor- how uh, hurricanes can affect us and affect people, uh, I definitely re- re- recognize how um, tough that is. So, is it somehow more evil because a person did it rather than it was just a force of nature? Hmm. Well, that's that, that. I mean, is it some? Uh, no, and I'm, I mean, I'm asking. I mean, we, nobody, nobody thinks that hurricanes are yeah. evil, do they? Yeah. Yeah, like that's interesting. That's, Actually, that's, that's not true. I had one guy. I I almost <laughs> I almost punched him. Yeah. I'm not. I was so mad. I had to walk away. I heard this because you know what? You know who's the worst? Christians are the worst. I'm just gonna. It's at the end of the podcast. Anybody who's tracked with us for over two hours, you're you're deep fried. So you're in this with us. Uh-huh. Listen, I heard this 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 Christian guy talking to another guy, and he's saying, "Well, do you know why?" The hurricane hit Puerto Rico. It's because Puerto Rico has allowed things like witchcraft and Santeria and different things like that so that God is exercising judgment on Puerto Rico. And that's why he allowed that to happen. And and I'm going, I wonder what he said about Las Vegas. Well, that's Sin City. So, of course, God let a guy come and shoot him. I wanted to punch him in the face because, first off, there is not a shred of love in whatever you said. If God really was was that bent on exercising his judgment on this generation, you better run and hide because God is going to come after us so hard and so swift that there's not a cave deep enough that we can hide in that away from the butt kicking that he that he deserves to give to us. If that if if God is so vengeful that he's ready to bring out that that kind of thunder on us, then what hope do we even have? And we heard the same things after the uh, the nightclub shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, same same things. And I I I was getting extremely mad at that. You can't, can't tell me that the God who offered up His own life to save people from their sin is there is now ready to line up just to to pick them off one by one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that's so out of character with God. Now exactly. I know that there's a time that judgment does come, but that judgment is not God exercising some sadistic, enjoyable vengeance. Yeah. That's us reaping the reward uh, the reward the, uh, of our own rejection of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a different case, but but God is not trying to come along like some petty kid with a with a magnifying glass trying to bzz, you know mm-hmm. fry yeah. us or hit us with a rubber band or something like that from heaven because he he, he just needs to prove a point. Yeah. He's not petty. He's not little like that. But but we as a culture we we just get so and I'm talking about Christ culture. Yeah. We, the, we we just want to be right so bad that we're we're desperate to make somebody else wrong, mm-hmm. and it. it frustrates me so much when you when Nef, it bothered me a minute ago not because you said it but that it exists when you said well somebody shot up a black church and then they went around and retaliated and shot up a white church why are there black churches and white churches yeah. mm. why is that a thing come on christians 
figure it out, man. Our culture of, of in, in Christ, our faith in Christ is bigger than our, our, our ethnic backgrounds, mm-hmm. our racial backgrounds, yes. yep. our socioeconomic yes. backgrounds. I'm brothers with, with the, the my, my man from Haiti that, that's a believer in Christ. I'm brothers with my friends that are over in, in Hillsong in Australia. Amen. I'm brothers with the, with, the rich, with the rich folks. I'm brothers with the poor folks because we're united in Christ. There is no Jew, no Gentile, no slave, no free. God is not a respecter of persons. Yes. And it's time for the mm. church. If you want to see real news happen, let's get the church finally past the divisions and the little dotted lines that we've drawn in between ourselves with crayons. Yep. Oh, you're a, uh, forgive me, you're a Baptist, but we're a Pentecostal, so we can't play in the same sandbox anymore. Yep. And let's just finally say, hey, we are all bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's time for us to take a stand and actually say, well, you know this thing that the world has been selling us? It's not right. It's yeah. wrong. And we've all bought into it. And it's time for us to stand up united and actually do something that's causative instead of just being part of the problem. Yeah. Christians are the best and worst representation of God. These are the moments where God, these are the opportunities mm-hmm. in which we are afforded the best chance to demonstrate the love of Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, your paper no, your paper towels are never tested until something spills. Mm. Yeah. And then you can find out are they in fact the quicker picker upper or did you, you know, cheap out on them? You know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when 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 people are hurting, that's the greatest opportunity for us to demonstrate Christ's healing. Yes. When people are are segmented, fragmented, that's the 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 best opportunity for us to to demonstrate the unity that comes in Christ. And uh, Psalm 11 said the Lord tests the righteous. I, th- I think that this is a test for the church. On, on, and by test, I mean this will show what we are made of. Yes. This will show the, the integrity that we have. This will show the content of our characters. Psalm 11.5 says the Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. And there's there's people in this world that only exist to hurt and, and whether it's executed or whether it's just fantasized, those people are hurting, and God can't stand that. God is a defender of the weak and the helpless. He's not about murder. I mean, he put, it made his top ten list of things not to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. the, it's the church's time to begin demonstrating what the culture of life looks like instead. Of, I'll, I'll go, since I'm ranting right now. It's October. It's the Halloween season. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing with people. I don't. I don't hate on Halloween because a free candy. That's what's up, right? Cosplay. And I like dressing up. I, yeah, dressing up is fun. Dressing up is, is really really cool. But I do have a, a little bit. I have to take exception to Christians that again monetize and 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 support an industry that thrives on death when Christ is all about life. Yes. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not knocking you, but uh, some people like the things that they like, and I get it. But I kind of like sin too, and I'm trying to get past that one as well. Mm. But when 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 horror movies come out that are like straight up demonic movies mm. that are like straight up a, about death and fear, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. So why are you going and buying it? You know, like oh, I want to go see a movie about a clown that lives in the sewers that chases kids because I just like the little goosebumps. I like the way that it feels. You know what? I, I talked to a guy this morning who struggles with heroin. He likes the way it feels too. Wow. And he, he and he continues buying it even though he knows it's not right. I sat here ten feet from where we're standing right now and prayed with this guy as he wept and cried and said, I, "I'm not allowed to see my grandkids because 
I can't quit doing this, yeah. even though I know what's right. You know, and we we go out and we we spend money on on games. We spend money on movies. Halloween time comes up, and we go. Uh, man, y'all just hate me. Go ahead. I don't even care. We go to these theme park horror, you know, displays, haunted house things. That man, they they deal in fear, and that's the opposite of what God sells us. They deal in death and darkness, and that's the opposite of what Christ stands for. Like Jesus is giving us this and we're saying, okay, but I would like to have that because I like the feeling because I think it's fun because I think it's creative. And, and it's like, well, but what are we supporting and endorsing and encouraging? We can't get mad and shake our fist when the culture of death comes out and actually does what it said it was going to do when we've been tickling its feet this entire time and throwing dollar bills at it like it's some kind of skull face stripper on a pole. Wow. Oh, yeah, look at us. Look at what we got. Ooh, it's good. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. And then people actually die, and we're like, well, that's just not okay. Well, what, what do you mean it's not okay? You've been buying it, you know, by the case full. And the world doesn't know any better, but the church should know better. The church should know better. And I know this is a diatribe. I know this is a rant. I know this is me on my high horse, and I don't even care. If I'm guilty of it, God, convict my heart and bring an actual sustainable change. But man, church, come on. Come on. It, it, it's Playtime is past. Playtime is past, dude. You know, when, when I was a kid, I brought my Megatron action figure to school in the second grade. I was in second grade. I was at Banner Elk, uh, third grade. I was at Banner Elk Elementary. I had my Walkman that had uh, my Michael Jackson Thriller cassette in it, and I had Megatron the Transformer, and I turned him into a gun because that's what Megatron transformed into before they decided to make him a plane and a tank and stupid things like that. Megatron's a gun, and when I transformed him, my teacher, I remember it, she took it away from me. She said, we don't allow guns at this school. You can't have guns. I said, it's a toy. It's not a real thing. She said, we don't allow any exceptions. You're not allowed to have play, play guns. Yeah. And okay, whatever. And, I, and that was when I was in third grade. I was innocent. There, was, there were no school shootings back then that I was aware of. Well, now you're not allowed to even, like, you, you're not even allowed to bring anything in that kind of looks like a gun. Yeah. And, and obviously, obviously, there's an obvious reason why. Mm-hmm. But I want you to imagine, like, if, if, I'm, a, if I'm a believer, and, I'm, and let's just say that I have somebody who has been threatened with a gun before or who lost a loved one to gun violence, but I just want to play with my Megatron because I like Transformers, and I go waving this gun around at him. What kind of a jerk am I? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how that doesn't show love, compassion, sensitivity, or care, does it? And that's what Christians do. Christians are all like, oh, yeah, world, we know that you're dying. We know that you're trapped and buried in sin. And we know that that's going to send you to an eternal hell where you're like separated from God forever. But we're still going to go ahead and throw our money and our support and our love and our affinity and our admiration at that same sin culture that has wrapped a noose around your neck and is dragging you through the street. But we're going to support it because it's fun for us. We're saved. We don't care. Compromise is cool. As long as you got Jesus, you can play, you can play both sides of the fence. And man, we want to know why the church is completely ineffective. We want to know why the church isn't able to do anything. We want to know why these kind of things happen. Because man, we've been paying the very same person that's beating them with a death stick. That's it's just that's just what that's what it is. And again, I know that this is a rant, man, but we have to start figuring out what God likes and what God dislikes and start aligning us to him instead of asking him to forgive us. And and that's that's just me, man. That's 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 where I'm coming from. No, I mean and I'm guilty of it too, but I guess hearing everything that you said, one thing that just really sticks out that I wanted to just add and 
and, and I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you, Tony, is that the powerful and scary thing, and, and like we said earlier, if you've been rocking with us and listening to this podcast, because this is pretty long, but <laughs> if you're still listening, I just want you guys to think about this this right here. It's, it's powerful and scary at the same time. The path to heaven is very narrow. And a lot of us, it's, it, there's a lot of people that think they're going to heaven. A lot of people think they're going to heaven. And the powerful and scary thing to think about is as cliche and as Jesus-y or Jesus-juke as it sounds, as we're up here hanging out and, and afterwards some of us might go to Wawa, some might go home and watch a, a Blu-ray, some of us might go home and play PS4, we're going to go or whatever we're going to do after this. It, it's so I just I, I'm reading a book by Francis Chan called You and Me. And the book, I've, I've only read the introduction in the first chapter, and the book starts off with this, like, are, are you prepared to meet God? Like, when, when you think about that concept, like, we prepare for so much, you know, uh, our friend got married, Blake, he prepared to get, he prepared to get uh, married, yeah. pastors prepare to, to preach on Sunday morning, Tony prepares to preach on Wednesdays to the youth, um, we prepare for so many different things, we we prepare for school. We prepare to go to a test and, and we prepare to, to do these things that, that allow us to either get a job or we're preparing for a job interview. We prepare, prepare, prepare. But it's, it's one of those things like, are, are we truly preparing to meet God? And everything that you're saying, Tony, it's, it's just powerful because it's like we are feeding into this sin culture and the whole time we're, we're, we're not even, we're not even seeing a lot of times that, the path to heaven is narrow. Like saying no to, to Halloween Horror Nights, that's a narrow path. And, and I'm guilty. I've been, I've been to it. And it's a narrow path when you got all these people saying, let's go to Halloween Horror Nights. And it's like that path is narrow. Why? Because there's 20 people, 20 of your closest friends or people that you know going to Halloween Horror Nights. But you, you saying no, and I'm about to start crying because it's powerful. You, go, you saying no and staying home or, or doing something else that, that almost – allows you to be in a place of, of rejection or isolation or solidarity. Like that's a very powerful, that's that narrow road that we're, that, that I'm talking about. Sometimes making the right choice is going to be hard. And, and I'm guilty of this, like throwing money at sin culture, not throwing money at sin culture is hard because it makes me feel good. It gives me the goosebumps. This, that video game's awesome. That Blu-ray's awesome. You know, there's, there's DV, there's Blu-rays in my collection right now that I should go home right now and toss away because I'm throwing money at sin culture and, and, and feeding sin culture. So I just, I just want to tell you, Tony, like what you said, I agree with 100% and it's super powerful. And, 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 you know, I'm convicted not because you're preaching at me or you're preaching period, but I'm convicted because I know that my life should be spent as a believer in Christ. My life should be spent preparing to meet God, to meet Jesus, because it's going to happen. Those people in Las Vegas, they met Jesus. They did. Whether, whether it was a heinous crime or not, whether you, whether you lived your life for Christ your whole life and you're in a, in, on your deathbed and you're 84 years old and your whole family's around you and your wife is holding your hand or you got shot by a heinous person, either way it goes, you're meeting Jesus. And that's a powerful thing to think about. And I, I guess I'm going on, on my rant, but I, all I'm saying is this, is that 
it's narrow. The path is narrow because the wider path is a path of feeling good and sensationalism and comfort and, and laziness and, 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 and non-discipline, whatever that word is, not, not being disciplined. Like that's the, that's the wide path. But that narrow path is, is discipline. It's keeping your eyes focused on God. It's making those hard choices and not going to those events or not listening to this or not watching this or not being with these people. Hmm. Like that's, that's, that's the straight and narrow. And the wider path is always going to feel a lot better. So just, Tony, I just appreciate everything you said because I'm on board. Thanks, man. One of the hardest things for me to, to hear and, and, and making these decisions for ourselves is it's different. Um, I'm the only parent that, that's here on our panel today. But when you're a, when you're a parent, you've got to not only make these decisions for yourself, you've also got to help your, your children. You talk about preparing. My job as a dad is to prepare my son yeah. to be the man that God wants him to be so that when I'm there, when I don't have my hands on the reins anymore, he'll still continue to make good decisions. Yeah. And, and growing up, we always kept him... I don't want to say he's sheltered because he's certainly not sheltered, but we made good choices about uh, exposing him to certain things, um, especially graphic violence um, and and strong language, sexual imagery, things like that. I wasn't sheltered from any of that when I was a kid. I mean, I saw absolutely everything. Yeah. But um, I, I remember when he was in in elementary school. You'll remember this, Stephen, mm-hmm. that he would. Um, anytime something would come up that he thought was sketchy or or questionable. He would call it out. He'd call it out. Mm-hmm. If I, I remember playing a video game, I downloaded a demo for a game. It was I don't even know what it was. It was a dumb game, and the a character like in the opening cinematic, a character used uh, a profanity, and my son was like, "That's not okay." Uh, it, Ten years old. Wow. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, "You're right, son. You're right." I thought opening cinematic, we'll get past it. It'll be over. And the guy used another uh, wow. foul a bit of foul language. My son, 10 years old, gets up and walks out of the room. He excused himself from the room. I was very proud of him. And, and he was right. I, at that point, I turned the game off. I, I, we, we had enough. So I, I turned the game off, and, and he w- but it was, I was inspired and motivated by, by the kid who I you know, tried to raise up. Uh, so it was cool. It was good. We had a good boundary. And I remember when, when we came home, he came home from middle school just two years later. Um, and it was probably halfway through his sixth grade year or maybe early in his seventh grade year. And we were watching some kind of a video and someone dropped like an F-bomb right in the video. And I was like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, son, I'm sorry. And he just looked at me and shrugged his shoulders. He's like, it's okay, I hear it every day. And was he didn't even get up. He, it didn't even, like, it yeah. didn't even phase him to not hear it because he had become so desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. And we in the church can't afford to be desensitized to sin. We, we can't afford to let sin blur in or become normalized or just become um, everyday yeah. acceptable to us. We can't categorize sin as, well, this is a heinous sin, but this one's okay. This one won't really, really, it doesn't really count. Um, man, we got we to gotta stand for righteousness. We got to stand for love. We have to protect the, the widows and the orphans and those who don't know. To me, those are even like the sinners. They don't know. We have to, we have to protect them. I mean, we have to be their superheroes. We have to be their advocates um, because they just they don't understand. They don't yeah. know what they do. That's what Christ did. He came to seek them and save them. Um, but, but I think it starts, honestly, with us, like, for, like 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, I believe, says, um, we got to take every thought captive for Christ. Yeah, it, it starts. It starts right here, and then and, and then it comes out from just for loving people and 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 allowing our hearts to be broken. 
Think of think of the tears. Think of the tears on, on the father's face, man. To not try to overly anthropomorphize God or anything like that, but think of the think of the tears that that, that fall down God's face when he sees someone life cut cut short because of sin and because of hate. You know, our God is a God of mercy, but he's a God of justice too. And um, and, and uh, that has to break his heart. It has to break his heart. So let what breaks the Father's heart break our heart. Yeah. And let us be motivated not only to do the things that we can do to help, but um, but to help adjust the culture that we live in, hmm. to be a culture that celebrates life, to be a culture that, that, that celebrates love and that reaches everybody that we can with the life-changing power of, of Jesus Christ. Uh, if you have something that you'd like to contribute to this conversation, uh, your thoughts, your ideas, uh, your comments um, on on what you find acceptable or what you think God is challenging us to do, or even how you handle you know violent content in games and movies with your kids, or filter these things on your own, please let us know. We'd love to continue this conversation. Uh, we are definitely at the end of our road tonight, but uh, but yeah. let us know. Re- reach out to us. You know, shoot us an email. Uh, we would love to hear from you. That's nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media platforms at Nerd of Godcast uh, all across the usual suspects. We really would love to hear from you, and um, and and just we want to encourage you, even if it seems like uh, it's a little bit of a rant tonight. Uh, it's from a point of let's be challenged and let's be encouraged and let's do better. Let's do better. Final thoughts? Is Jessica still there? Oh, you leaned back. I thought, okay, we lost Jessica. She's she's dead. All right. Well. Yeah. To the mines you go. <laughs> to the mines you go. Uh, well. Dang it, Tony, you ruined my goodbye sign. I was going to say it. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say it, too. Well, to the minds of both of you. <laughs> you you remember remember the, the line from the Iron Giant, you don't have to be a gun. You don't have to be a gun. You can be Superman. That's what I was thinking. You, you can be the your, one. You were doing your Megatron. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You don't have to be a gun. You don't have to be a gun. But that was the thing. It was the choice between being a, an instrument of destruction or being Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, being the one who stands for what's true, being the one who stands for justice, and, be, and being the one who who rescues rescues people from the the perils and the dangers of this world. Mm-hmm. Strange visitor from another planet. Yeah. Truth, justice, and the American way. Uh, we do pray in Jesus' name for His protection on our country, on those around the world. We do pray for those that are dealing with the loss of loved ones, with injuries, with hurt They'll, that will live in fear. Uh, and, and trepidation, God. We pray for the strength and the perseverance of the first responders. What a what a demanding uh, job, a demanding calling. And uh, Lord, not only for those that have been impacted by this tragedy, but those that continue to suffer because of results of the storms that have happened, and um, and even those that they're hurt and they've experienced loss in small ways, in the ways that don't make the news. God, help us to heal. Help us to move forward. And, and help us to rediscover you in, in the light of these tragedies, uh, individually, uh, as a church, and as a nation. Lord, we thank you, and we call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, this has been the Nerd of God cast, episode 51. want to say thank you to everyone for being with us tonight. It is now officially super late, yes. and uh, but it's we almost do. almost like three hours long, this recording. That's, this is a big one. This is a big one. But, uh, but we do want to say thank you guys so much for being with us to uh, EJ Official Ness. Out. To the twins, Jackie and Jess. Bye. Good night. To the big man, Quentin Neff. 
I still have never been attacked by a corner pounder with cheese in public. <laughs> uh, to Nick, the engineer, Sadler. Goodbye. And to Steve-O Supremo. Not all shepherds are German, but all Germans are shepherds. Quote. Quote. <laughs> There's no way for me to work that into a normal conversation. Neither is my last one. Unless somehow someone brought up Justin Bieber and I go, look, we all know that Justin Bieber is the Meryl Streep of music. No, <laughs> no way for me to bring that up. That's another what was your stabbing quotes? offense. What was your quote, Jess? That's a lie. Mike. She threw him away. What was your other quote, Neff? Did you do both of them? Yeah, he used to be. What was your other quote, Jackie? Like my grandmother used to say, always order as much shrimp as possible when under duress. Wait, your grandmother has shrimp under her dress? Duress. Oh, duress. Oh. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) What? As is mine. EJ, what was your last quote? (laughs) The only reason you're saying that is because you have a strange affinity for banana bread. (laughs) <laughs> I like that one. And my uh, grandma's dead. Can we look at more? Can so we so we then I more? said, rather matter-of-factly, there's no such thing as gravity. <laughs> and, arg! Sorry, I'm absolutely petrified of bangs. Not yours in particular, but all bangs. <laughs> Do you see there? Yeah, read things I would these? never say. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey, that's fine. I don't know, but I feel like Job had it coming. That's, that's bad. That was a quote. Ooh, la la. <laughs> that would be cool if we had like fake sponsors, but not like that. But you know, are you let's are you for blue whale? Yeah, let's do a fake sponsor tonight. Oh let's do a fake sponsor. That's the Christian nerds thing. Yeah, yeah. Just for oh, the no record, we're, we're, we're on hiatus. So, on hiatus that. so we can carry the torch to them stuff. while they're gone. Are you looking for romance to give your life porpoise? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting serious now. There's way too many taglines. Great. Oh, Once there's a logo, you can't go back. That's right. Mm. I don't know. That sounds a little fishy. Are you looking for? <laughs> are you looking for some love to sham move you? <laughs> do you sit in? Do you want to sit in the splash zone? Oh, oh my! Oh Parents, my. put your kids to bed. Captain, it's it'll be whales aboard. After dark, <laughs> I'd tag that whale. <laughs> Mm. 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 Oh man.